Do you smell what my right is cooking? My right. My right. My right. My right. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm, as always, Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Alex. Hi, everybody. Happy 150th episode, Alex. It's a pleasure to be here with you once again for probably like the 140th time because I've missed a lot of episodes. But uh, yeah, we made it to 150. Yeah. It's insane. I feel like we're more, uh, we've pointed this out more than we did passing 100, which is, is a weird Yeah, you know what? Like, we, we, we like accidentally passed 100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we were like, oh shit, it was 100. Oh, today's 100? Oh. <laughs> Whereas this, it's like, damn, we're, we're at 150. That's crazy. Yeah. And I'm very surprised. I guess it's because 150 means essentially three years, and that's just um, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, which also, it, roughly is because um first show we ever did was the first day of the g or not the g1 the five star in 2020 um that was the first review we ever did so the like beginning of five star season is kind of just our uh milestone yeah type of thing so yeah uh it's crazy i i know we 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 are talking more about this than we did about 100 but i think a part of that is because there were times where <laughs> Starm got got a little a little rocky. We were like, "Are we ended the show?" <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I, I'm I'm very happy we continued and we got to this huge landmark because you know this is like one of the highlights of my week. It's probably the highlight of my week every week because I enjoy um, talking about my favorite wrestling company with one of my my favorite people to talk to, uh, one of my my bestest friends. Alex Richards. I love you, buddy. <laughs> That's great. You're great. I'm being sweet. You're I'm great. Sweet. I, I'm I'm not great. You're great. But um yeah. Alright. <laughs> um, yeah. I um we I choked him up. Do you hear this? Do you hear this? I made him choke up. I don't know what to say. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh god. Oh dear. Um but yeah, we we really picked a great time to start the show because that second half of 2020 was a wild time. His company was something else. It's like a fever dream you know, to look back on. I hate listening to our audio from that point, but I feel like I need to because no. I don't remember that. Like, I don't remember 2020 in terms of wrestling, like, at all. I remember the things that happened because I've, like, gone over it, but, like, like do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've talked about it a million times. I don't remember anything from the 2025 star except for like two bad matches like i don't remember anything good from it <laughs> I, I think it's because it wasn't I'm sure it i wasn't something. very good um quite frankly but uh they, then they they belted up utami in the most dead sendai show of all time mm-hmm. and it was like are you sure <laughs> um did you was this on purpose um yeah what a weird uh half year that was because uh shit was just happening and we were just like, what is going on? Um, yeah, looking back on it now, you're just like, how did we, like, how did anybody get through this at all? Um, yeah, we stuck with it. We're here. We love stardom again. 
Stardom loves us. Um, that's a big thing. Everybody got unblocked by Stardom. I always knew. Yes. Sonny, you are a real one. I Other people lost faith in Sonny, but I never did. He was always the good brother, and he unblocked me and all as well. Sonny, if you're out there, you're you a get, real one. Did you get blocked slash unblocked by the Japanese? I never actually, that never. one never blocked me, no. See, I got blocked by them, and I'm still not unblocked, oh. so like I miss all like the the good stuff and i'm very upset about it but yes i am very happy that i got unblocked because now i can just look for pictures without having to go into an incognito yeah. tab um like just like old pictures of stardom because they posted them on the twitter a lot back in the day especially um now i could just i could just get those pictures and not have to like jump through hoops so yeah i'm very happy about that <clears throat> i have a cookie here and i have a monster here i'm a oh, cookie God monster bless. you know how it is back in the day yeah, back. Uh, we, we still at it. But yeah, um, we all got unblocked by at least the English Twitter. I think me and Velke at least didn't get <laughs> unblocked by the Japanese Twitter. Um, because we are just so terrible uh, <laughs> that the Japanese Twitter does not want to deal with it. That is valid. But yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, this show is brought to you by the Five Star Network. Head on over to fivestarnetwork.co for all of the articles and podcasts and everything else on the great world of wrestling. Dylan is quite involved in the, the five-star thing now. Uh, Scott obviously runs it, and he's great. Uh, you are forcing me onto your show soon, the No Limits yes. show, so you'll get even more of me and Dylan, but with Xavier thrown into the mix. And Xavier, if you think we're bad, <laughs> Xavier oh, yeah. is cracked out of his mind, so it's going to be a, a very interesting show. And it's going to be a show... It's going to be the first show that, like... You play third wing, because usually, like even when we have a guest, even when I host the show, you're always at least the number two. Like you're never like the the third yeah. man type of thing. You, like do you get what yeah. I'm trying to say? That's the first time ever that you like just get to like kind of chirp in, uh, and just like pick your spots of when you want to talk. It's gonna be great. Um, which is always kind of the case, but yeah. Yeah, and that might happen again because we have another appearance coming up soon. That um. Yes. I don't know. I won't, I won't say it, but we have another one and uh, you will probably do most of the talking because you like talking and I'm not hosting it, so it's great. Like but anyway, keep your eyes peeled for more from me and Dylan. Um, on to the world of stardom because holy shit, has it been seven days. <laughs> um, it, I think it's very apt that this is the 150th episode because in all 150 episodes, I don't think I have ever uttered a phrase as absurd as this Tommy Hayashishta <laughs> is working Game Changer Wrestling not once not twice but three times <laughs> she has three scheduled dates with Game Changer Wrestling and no she didn't leave stardom like this isn't she didn't fall out with Rossi and hates him like I know that's that's a popular thing that happens sometimes but she does not hate Rossi she is still with stardom and she is working Game Changer Wrestling and that is absurd as far as as far as I know, um, Starm did facilitate the uh, yes. the bookings of this. As, again, as far as I know, as far as my sources, um, so it's it is like a a thing, right? It's a yeah. it's a company to company type of thing. <clears throat> Excuse me, not so much a Utami is doing a Maki Ito type of thing, which is what I think most people mm. were scared of more than like, oh, she's just like it's just like, oh, she's <laughs> she's like leaving. But she doesn't want to say she's leaving. So she's just like kind of dipping her toes. Like, no, I think this is a very 
a stardom centric move more than anything. Um, you could see on the schedule uh, that they have all the GCW shows. Like, oh, these are these are shows that yeah. Utami is going to be in. It's kind of crazy to see big ass extreme <laughs> birthday bash yeah. on a stardom schedule. Um, real funny Very. though. So you know, shout out to them. And yeah, uh, the matches look good. You want? Yeah. So her first match, which is this Saturday is against Billy Starks. And obviously a lot of people know Billy Starks from either uh, Ring of Honor or TJPW. She's pretty good. You know, she's just come along really, really well. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday... She'll only continue to get better the more yes, she works. Yes, definitely. Uh, on Sunday, which I think is a free show, JCW airs on YouTube usually, right? I have never seen a JCW show. I'm going I'm to keep it. Okay, because I think JCW is like the... We're throwing shit out there and it's on YouTube brand. And on that, she's wrestling Janai Kai, which, which is really show. cute because, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. Oh yeah. So Janai Kai is notably a huge Kagetsu fan. Yes. And obviously a Kagetsu trained Utami Hashishta. So this is probably really really cool for Janai Kai. And so I'm really happy for her. Janai Kai is uh, she's really huge, good. Just Stardom fan in general. You know, yes, like she, that she, too. Yeah. I, I still remember she posted a picture of like her marking out, getting to like hang out with Starlight Kid and Azumi. And she had to take it down because it implied that Starlight Kid and Izumi were in the same place at the same time. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but she was, like, super excited. She's like, oh, my fucking God. And I was like, that's awesome. Also, that JCW show, for anybody who uh, likes male wrestling at all, uh, they have Mao versus Mike Bailey, which is Moonlight oh. Express. Insane match. Like, that match should genuinely be one of the... If, if it gets time and all that, it should be one of the best male matches in the US Indies this year, because uh, they are both absolutely insane. I'm super excited for that. I'm putting that on the JCW show is just absurd to me. Um, but yeah, that that sounds really good as well. So that show, you might want to stay tuned for both the Atami Janai Kai match, which sounds incredible, but also that match, because uh, as, as somebody who watches both of those guys, they're both incredible. They have insane chemistry as a tag team, and I'm excited to see them wrestle one-on-one. Definitely. Um, and then the last match she's doing for GCW is on the 15th, I think, and it is against V. Lufisto. Uh, love Lufisto, uh, a trailblazer, uh, a legend of the independent wrestling scene, deserves all of her flowers. Ridiculous how nobody has signed her yet. Uh, she's she's fantastic, and her and Utami is going to be really great. So uh, three really fun matches, which is really all you could ask for, because... Uh, yeah, when it was first announced, I was like, are, are we sure? You know, GCW, <laughs> it's a bit like... Because they're, they're hit and miss, GCW. Like, they, yeah. they've got some really great stuff, and then they have some really, really not great stuff. I mean, that, that first, that ninth show looks terrible, quite frankly. Yes. Outside of Utami yeah. and, and Billy, it, it's... Like, even for somebody who... Like, I've, I've, I'll give GCW props when they have a good show. It looks like one of their worst shows. <laughs> like yeah. it just does not look good. Um, but yeah, I mean, and they like to do that sort of thing. You know, what I mean, I mean, look at who Kota Ibushi's first real match was against, right? Look yeah. at look at who they put a lot of women against. Uh, mm-hmm. The cat type of thing. Um, I think they knew that this was a bit bigger than that. Yeah, <laughs> and that they they couldn't do that without uh getting a lot of hate on i'll say on alley cat or alley catch I'm, I'm just gonna call her alley cat i don't really care um and i don't think i don't think alley cat is like bad enough to where like everybody should despise her and like shit on her she's just not that good and i would prefer if i prefer these three matches to that t- type of thing so 
they were smart with who they picked. The only exclusion is Masha, who is pretty protected in GCW, so I get yeah. them not wanting to to put her in there with, with Utami, but that's the only match that's missing from these three. These three are pretty much the three I want to see. Didn't even think Lufisto was like a, an option, but no, oh, yeah, she just gave me Lufisto. I'm cool. Um, I still remember the story of, of Kevin Steen and El Generico being like, I don't want to win the CZW belt. This place sucks. And then Z- Zandig's like, well, what are we going to do? And they're both like, Lufisto, <laughs> give it to her. <laughs> and she's like, what? Okay. <laughs> and so she won the GCW or the CCW belt. And I find that super funny. Um, it's one of my favorite Lufisto stories, if you guys want to know. She's got a lot. <laughs> She's uh, she had quite a career. Um, yes. But yeah, that was a great three-match run and uh, definitely turned things around. Because yeah, when, when they first announced the GCW thing, I was very unsure of it. But um, I, I quickly got on board when I realized how annoyed AEW fans were about it. <laughs> like, yeah. as soon as AEW fans were like, oh, so you get GCW over the great, glorious Tony Khan, you deserve this. And me being my petty self, because listen... Pettiness is great. Don't let anybody ever tell you being petty is weak. It is the best power you can have. It is the most fun, entertaining shit ever. So out of pure spite, I was like, actually, GCW is great. <laughs> like Within minutes, I was like, screw you. Screw Tony Khan. A- GCW is great. And Utami there is great. Um, and thankfully, they have backed up my pettiness. So yeah. I have been allowed to take. If a they did, you would have you would have had to you would have had to suffer through that. Yeah, um, listen, we 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 just would have ignored it. But I I won, so I got the victory lap. But yeah, I mean, and another thing is, so we we could briefly talk about the potential of an AEW appearance. I don't see it happening, but if it did, this is what I would do. I would put Riho and Utami on Rampage in a tag team. Yeah, have them wrestle. Like, Why not? Emmy and. Someone, you know, it like, will be rampage. Like, just like it, like yes. It, it, I, I mean, give and that's the best case scenario, honestly, because rampage has be has become a thing where it gets the Vikingo spots. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I feel like even though she's not champion, Utami could use a Vikingo spot, and there would be no issue. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Like, you know, if they just put the wrestlers, that's like, oh well, you know, I'm not going to put Vikingo in this long term rivalry with somebody on. AEW TV because he's not available all the time. So I'll just put him in a crazy match on on Rampage. And he almost always delivers on Rampage. He's like a must-see aspect of Rampage. So if that just became what Rampage is, is just putting wrestlers from around the world who come and do a tour, you know, or just come and want to do a show and just put them on Rampage, uh, more power to him. I think that would be cool. And I think a tag with her and Rio uh, would be like a pop for me. Yes. You know, yeah. what I mean, like I would find it fun. Uh, I, I'm sure they both would enjoy it. You know, they, they obviously had great chemistry when they uh, were both in stardom together. So like that's the most I could see them doing of AEW with Utami. Yeah. And well, it's not like, only that's all I, I, really I don't want. I didn't say <laughs> I didn't say it would be Rampage to be spiteful. I meant it would be Rampage because the women's matches for the main show is already booked with the tournament. That like too. they yeah. aren't running a second match just for Utami. So it's gonna be Rampage or Ring of Honor. Um so I, I like Which I don't think they can do Ring of Honor because they tape down Saturdays. Oh yeah. And she's booked up yeah, on yeah. Saturday. Oh yeah, well then, so, screw that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it it's would be rampage, rampage. Yeah. Rampage. Okay. Well, we'll know later today, I guess, if she's there or next week. Um, 
I don't really know her, her schedule. But um, and that's Utami going abroad. Um, as you said, Stardom facilita facilitated this. Uh, they didn't offer her to just GCW. So I wonder if in the future they're going to do more of this, um, especially in the GP with people having weeks off. Will they be like, hey, you know, do you want to use Julia? Do you want to use this woman? Do you want to use that woman? Because um, maybe, like, I don't know what their plan is with sending them abroad, unless they're just like, hey, you're going to pay us a, a bunch of money to, to book our wrestlers. Go ahead. Um, which could be it. You never know. They might just be charging ridiculous <laughs> money for Utami, and that's how they're going to, you know, they're going to send the wrestlers abroad to make more money. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see if this is the start of something. I will say one more thing, just regarding Utami, and like we'll, we'll get into it when we talk about like why she's going over storyline-wise. Um, she is one of the people that I guess we kind of forgot really wants to work in America. Not like like move to America, work in America, but she's wa like she's been wanting to uh, work over here for a while. Uh, if you remember, she to teased a match with Abaddon. Yeah. That was how desperate she was to get a match in America. Mm -hmm. Is that she teased a match with, at that time, still, AEW Dark, like Abaddon. Like, this wasn't when she was on TV. <laughs> like, Abaddon was firmly, like, occasionally on AEW Dark, and that's it. And Utami's like, shit, I'll, I'll fucking wrestle you, sure. Like, that, that, was, that was the level that we were at. Uh, <laughs> so she, um, similarly to Julia, has been wanting to work overseas for a while. And she just happens to be the first person to kind of get the go-ahead that's not an English speaker yeah. like Amina or Momokogo. Valid. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see how that goes because it uh, could be a new change for everybody. Um, the next place to go is probably the most obvious. Earlier today, Julia won the New Japan Strong Women's Championship. She beat Willow Nightingale in a great match. I watched it about as close yes. to live as you can get. And it was, it was great. Um, and it wasn't great in the oh, the Joshi wrestler was amazing and the other wrestler was okay. Willow was great. Like, she was, she really... You want to see Willow in Japan yes. more. Like, that. that's what the match made it. You know what I mean? Like, Willow, like, if if Tony Khan is doing backflips after seeing that and, and planning to give her the world, uh, he's he's a dumb man. Like, I, and if Rossi isn't doing backflips trying to book her, he's a dumb man. She put in a great. I mean, he shift. compared her to Monster. Yeah, Ripper, that's <laughs> who, depending on what year, uh, is crazy yeah. praise. <laughs> like the Monster Ripper, uh, like beat beat Jackie yeah. Sato in like her very first match, Monster Ripper. Um, WrestleMania, he had a main yeah. eventer, Monster Ripper, uh, former three WWE champion. Yeah. Did she win the three WWE belt or was it the tag belts? She had. Might have been the tag belts, but either way, Joshi, Joshi. Uh, I wouldn't say legend, but, legend. you know, great, great historical name there. But yeah, uh, Willow was great. Um, and I think Julia really... Oh, she was Bertha Faye, by the way. For anybody yeah. who, who, like, knows her as that more, uh, she was yeah. Bertha Faye. Um, it, was, it was interesting seeing Julia, though, in this setting, because with better production and a crowd that you can actually hear, it is crazy just how much of a star she felt like. And... Uh, I feel like it's easy for us to forget sometimes that she just gets this on every level because we're so used to it. Right? Like we watch yeah. Julia every week. We're, 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 we know Julia. But seeing so many people watch her for the first time and just be like, this woman is a superstar. Like, holy cow. It, it's... And the funny thing is that in the tag match, at least, she 
wasn't like it like in ring work wasn't particularly mm-hmm. spectacular. I thought I thought Tekla did yeah. most of like the great work in that match. Um but yeah, just like there was just something that like carries over from Julia. Like just constantly. Cause yeah, I mean the, the singles match with with Willow today, incredible. Like genuinely absurd. Like one of uh I always say like top fifty of the year for like matches I rate like an eight yeah. out of ten. But yeah, like you know, like I'm not gonna say it's best match of the year, but like top fifty of the year firmly, and I've seen like a thousand matches this year. So that's pretty high praise. Um <laughs> like yeah, like it was an insane match, but even then it's like she didn't have to do much in the tag match to get like super yeah. hot, right? And a big part of that is the New Japan crowd is just like the best crowd in the world. I, I've I've always kind of thought that is that New Japan crowds are just really absurdly good. Um, and the strong crowd especially was like a New Japan crowd that wanted to be an American crowd and like made it this cool dynamic of like fun. I don't know if you saw anything else from the first strong show. I, I, wow. I haven't seen the second one yet outside of the, the women's match. They were chanting like, holy shit. Wow. Uh, at the at the death match, and it was so incredible. Like it, it like the vibe was just like outstanding. Because I mean, it's Jun Kasai, right? Like obviously the crowd's gonna go crazy for Jun Kasai, but like the crowd just like was beautiful. Like one of the best crowds I've like ever witnessed, honestly. Um, and that was for the first night, which was noticeably less stacked than the mm-hmm. second night. So I'm excited to see the second night. Yeah, crowd was incredible. The New Japan production in a in Japan is absurd. I said this for like everybody on the card, but I think like like I uh, with the Joshi's especially, you can just see like a whole nother element to them, right? Um, that like a Willow production in America sucks. I think that's the pro- that's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, is the New Japan production in America sucks and it doesn't give them uh, the shine that it should? Because like bad dude Tito showed up. Right, like, like he just looked like a star, which is crazy. And so, if you imagine bad dude Tito in comparison to fucking Julia, Julia looked like an absolute mega star, million bucks. Uh, as did Momokogo and Tekla and Willow in their matches. It was just, it was great stuff. Yeah, and now Julia has the belt. Um, and the the announcers seem to be like yes. playing into some stuff. They were saying like, oh, the you know the winner of the Owen might be in line for this should challenge julia um yeah so it seems like they have challengers in mind i don't know if that's what they go with um this is gonna obviously be difficult to to get julia to to defend that belt unless they schedule it for a break in the gp which we have no idea when the next strong show even is um but yeah they seem to have plans they might I, i've been saying it that sounds like they would make it on a dynamite, but again but I don't would know would aw you know like I mean? book a new japan strong title match if it's not on their wrestler, you know. Well, if it's against if it's against the person who won the Owen or anybody in yeah. the Owen, but I feel yeah. like if you win the you Owen, I mean? you should challenge Tony or Chris, right? Like that would be the yes. main endpoint. That yeah. would make a lot. So more I sense. don't know if they do it. Um, yeah, I mean the announcers were setting a lot of stuff up. They were also saying, oh, maybe Willow and Momo will grab another stars partner and challenge yeah. for the RS belt. Yeah, they were just like, oh, this is the um, key to international superstar. I'm like, listen, buddy, she's not like signing away here. Like, calm down. So they do. No, I, I, I get why I get why they are hyping it up like that, because that's kind of the story they were given um, is, oh, she wants to go overseas. So she's challenging Willow. This is the key to going overseas. Like, I think that's a pretty easy A, B, yeah. C type of thing. Um, 
I think the announcers did a great job. Big Ian Riccoboti fan. I've always been a big Ian Riccoboti fan, um, even though he fucks up names quite often. Uh, I, I still appreciate him. Chris Charlton's gotten a lot better with Joshi Wrestlers. Uh, I will 100% say that. I think uh, we, we often pan him and Kevin Kelly doing the crossover show uh, for Kyrie and Mayu. We've talked about how bad that was multiple times. Um, I think he's gotten a lot better. So... Yeah, I, I thought the announcers did a great job as well. Even though they were just trying to, they're just trying to like grasp at straws because it's like nobody knows what the fuck is going on with stardom in terms of international yeah, <laughs> yeah. situations. So like they were just like, I, I, you know, maybe Willow joins stars. Fuck it. I, <laughs> and I kind of, you know, I respect it. They're trying to, they're trying to build something that they don't know what is building. So I, I give them props for that. Uh, at least they didn't leave it hanging. Like I know a lot of commentators likely would do. Uh, yeah. yeah. Either way, Shots I mean, this the obvious end goal here is is Julia versus Mercedes Money. I I feel like that's the yes. that's the reason they put it on Julia. Like there's there's no other reason. If if Mercedes hadn't been injured, Julia doesn't win this belt. Like that's just kind of how it is. Um, like I'm sure Mercedes would have defended it on this show, maybe, but it wouldn't have been her versus Julia. You know. Uh, the Julia match is obviously for a bigger stage, and we'll we'll learn about that, I guess, a bit more when Mercedes is is fit to return. Um, but yeah, the the logical endpoint here is is Julia versus Mercedes Money, which I mean, Julia's been angling for that match for months now. We like never even got to mention it, but she, in the week before Yokohama Arena, she was like, "Oh yeah, me and me and Mercedes, we'll do a double title match. We'll unify." my world of stardom title and her IWGP belt. Um, and then they both lost their belts, which is why we never mentioned it, because they both lost anyway. But uh, yeah, Julia's been angling for that match for a yeah. while. So I'd imagine... She angles for a lot of matches, that though. That is true. But I think that's the one that's just... That is part of her getting She's it. also trying to get Tony Storm. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's going to happen, but maybe that's a defense. Maybe they do a New Japan version of Tony defending, because it's like... I mean... Her New Japan version is like... New- a minion's juice, um, so she can lose to Julia there and, and not an AW. I don't really know. Yeah, it's just it's uh, heel Tony Storm is really bad. Um, so uh, especially outcast Tony Storm, even worse than just heel Tony Storm. So I hope, like, that's the one match that I was like, you don't need to go to AW for that one. Yeah, Let, let's just let's just grab her and like bring her anywhere else, and maybe she'll be a bit better. Well, it might be on a New Japan show. I don't, I don't foresee AEW getting yeah, involved in the Julia sweepstakes, quite, quite honestly. But who knows, really? Um, but yeah, the obvious end goal here is Julia money. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Because which will be yeah, that's, that's gonna be great. Just the stare downs alone, like the, my God, they get it. They both get it. That's gonna be great. Um, the other stuff is there really any other news thing? I feel like there was, but it's just like gone now lost yeah yeah um i don't think there was because we we would have we would have remembered yeah i mean there's been a lot so yeah, i guess that's true know. oh uh tag team the tag team tournament oh Not tournament, yeah yeah voting show. is open for the dream tag team festival later this year um i've been have you have you voted no i've been trying to rack my brains for a way for us yeah, to stuff your, the ballot Right, I want Stardom Quest to stuff the ball. Oh, yeah. I want this show to mess up everything. Um, I mean, like, who, who's your number one team that you want to okay, see? Okay, so I was gonna, I was gonna, I want to so, ask like, basically. Yeah, so I only, I, I, I only thought of this because a fan emailed me about it, 
and they were like, hey, this is the team I'm I'm doing. And I was like, that's amazing. So I'm fully on board for Momokogo and Saki Kashima. Give Kobomo her dream. <laughs> Give her the dream team. Okay, that's bad. So that's, that's bad. number um... one by far. And uh, before that, I was angling for an MK Sisters reunion just for Mayu and Kid team again. Of course. So um, I think those are the main two. See, I, I struggle with putting anybody from Oedotai in there, except for Kid. Kid would be fine. But, like, I think widescreen said, oh, it's got to be, like, Momo Oz, right? And I was like, fuck no. Yeah. Because Momo is going to ruin whatever match that is uh, on purpose. Not not because she's bad, but because that's what she does in these mixed matches. Um, she's been in, like, two of them since she's joined Oedotai. And they've both sucked um, because she just does the heel shtick. Um, my number one was Izumi Suzu. because. Ooh. I'm a nerd. Yeah. And my number two was Utami Ida. Because of course. Yeah. Moon children. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I forget what my number three was, but the thing is, is that I've noticed a lot of wrestlers are angling for certain picks. Yeah. So I don't know how how worked this is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like we'll see if my Sakurai and Mirai are a team. A little, a little rigged, just a tad. But at the same time, I don't know who else they would necessarily, people would necessarily want to see them tag with. And my Sakurai's already campaigned for that one. So, yeah, we'll see how worked it is. I think like an Azumi kid is like a surefire if it is just them like giving the illusion of choice to the fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, but usually, usually Japanese companies are pretty faithful to fan votes, and if not, they'll be like upfront about it. They'll be like, yeah, you guys vote for this, but we ain't going to do that. Uh, yes. <laughs> the, infamous, that the infamous so, uh, Hana versus Kagetsu, or yeah. who was Mayu against? Momo Mayu. Mayu uh, that poll, um, where they were like, oh, hey, who do you guys want to main event? Not that one. Not the winner. Was... No. Because yeah, I think yeah. Hana Kagetsu won. Because didn't, didn't Momo Mayu... Yeah, Momo Mayu ended up going on last because they were the white. They wanted the white belt to go. Well, it was on also last. like Mayu's um, GP cash in as well. Like, so yeah, it was yeah. meant to be a big, big deal. So they wanted that to go on last, very obviously. But it's always hard whenever they want to, something to go on last that ranks lower than the red belt. They'll be like, it's the same with New Japan. They'll be like, oh, let's do a fan vote, and sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't. Uh, and that was really funny because yeah. Uh, Hana and Kagetsu won both polls, the English and the Japanese. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, kind of yeah, crazy. That's that's so funny. Um, but yeah, we, we'll have to wait and see about the Tag Festival. But if you do vote, vote on our behalf for Saki Kashima and Momokogo. Give give Komomo <laughs> her dreams. And... Well, you get you get three. You get three. So vote for that. And also, in my opinion, vote Utami and Ida. Uh, just... Because, like, the Suzu and Azumi one, I get, you know, some people, like, that's just, like, a me thing. Like, I think that'd be cool. But uh, they both have very obvious partners that they might just get paired mm -hmm. up with. Utami and Ida don't. So so vote for that if you're going to vote and you don't know who to vote for. Vote for that and vote for Saki Kashima and Momoko. Hell yeah. Then you have one to choose. You know, you have free choice, apparently. All right. Well, um, that is everything for the news section until we, you know, randomly remember something in uh, an hour's time <laughs> but for now it is time to get on to the review cool. section uh i guess we could discuss the results of the show on july 1st from tokazawa but i don't think anybody cares so we should just go straight to the i think the only one that matters 
is Saki Kashima Tekla. Yes, but even then, I mean. Th- okay, Tekla beat Saki Kashima. <laughs> Yay. And then was like, hey, I want a belt. I want a chance at your belt. And Saki Kashima was like, nah, and she left. Um, and then she tweeted, I am I am three for three on denying people championship that's matches. That's incredible. And I, I, that's a yeah. great bit. So, I love that. Saki is so um, great. That's the only thing All from right. that show. Um, and then the other show to review was the pay-per-view. This was Stardom Midsummer Champion 2023. Uh, this had 1,307 fans at the Yokohama Budokan, which is, I, I think it's up from the last time they went there. Because wasn't the last time the Cinderella final? And it only did like 1,000? I think it was yeah. week, yeah. Because oh, they did like the weeknder, didn't they? They did the Nubla Premium and then the Cinderella final. So they kind of yeah. uh, heard it. But yeah, it's up from that and down from that random 1600 sellout for, for the very first show of the year. Um, which obviously had the New Year holiday bump, given it was like the day before Wrestle Kingdom or something. So you had all the traveling people in and, yeah, and it was like stuff like that. So yeah. uh, decent number, all things considered. Then in the opener, we had Hanako, May Sarah, and Suzu Suzuki beating Ayasakura, Hazuki, and Saeeda. Hanako pinned Ayasakura in 11 and a half minutes with a JP coaster. Uh, and fun thing to note, this is the venue that she was in when Himeka gifted her that move. I think that's what she said. So she, awesome. this was her first win with JP coaster uh, in the same venue she was given it. Her first uh, pinfall. Two. The first time she's ever gotten a pinfall on someone. Very good for Hanako. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, shout out to her. I think it looked kind of like the, the move itself looked kind of like shit. She needs <laughs> to tighten that up a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy for her and her success. I think she has a lot of potential. Um, and yeah, I didn't get to see much of this match because I woke up late. This is the first Star show I've ever gotten eight oh, hours wow. of sleep uh, <laughs> around. Uh, yeah, so I like went to bed at like nine. I woke up at like two twenty. Which is twenty minutes after it started, and then I watched it, and then I went back to bed at like six thirty, and I woke up for work, um, a few hours later. So yeah, I got like full eight hours for the first time on a Star show. Huge, huge. Uh, yeah, so I, I didn't see most of this, but Hanukkah winning school. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a good match, and it was the best I've seen from Aya Sakura as well. Like she was, she That's kicked good. Hanako in the face at one point, and I went, "This is what we want. This is where we." need to be kicking people in the face so kickers are so good are. like i, I know them. like i watched i watched uh maya fukuda against azusa yeah. inaba in a uwf match the other day just just mm-hmm. that like <laughs> like that is it was beautiful like you know what i mean like it was just it was absolutely incredible um just because they were kicking the fuck out of each other for like five minutes yeah, uh, and I was like, "This is what we need. This is what wrestling is. <laughs> <laughs> Just kick each other." I love kicks. Um, but yeah, everybody, everybody around that was good. But yeah, Aya Sakura, I thought deserved a lot of praise because, well, she was, as many people may forget, my chosen one of the, of the class. <laughs> um, despite me being like, "Oh, she's really bad," um, she was initially my chosen one of the, of that rookie class. So if she could start beasting and kicking everybody in the face, I could take victory laps. So, and as we know, I like yeah. victory laps. So uh, hopefully she, she keeps that up. And fair play to Hanako for getting her first win. Um, they've quite obviously slotted her above Ayasakura, but her pinning her now is like the biggest indication of they're they're pushing Hanako before Ayasakura. Um, 
I mean, yeah, Ayasakura just got just was just on the winning side of a team. For yeah, the first time, like, the last poor girl. Um, Hanako's been winning. She is just now is getting like yeah. an actual win. And the next match down on the show was the Queen's Quest team of Lady C, Sayakamitani, Azumi, and Utami Hayashishita beating Momokogo, Koguma, Hanan, and Mayu Iwatani. Saya got the win in nine minutes with the Star Crusher. Um, I thought this was pretty good, but. It was really hurt by the fact that there there was literally no reason to give a shit about this match. Like it was just a house See, show tag with a bit more effort, you know. I actually disagree. I think this match was like really good. <laughs> I really like this match. I think the DDM Oedo tie was the one where well, they I was both like, suffered from that. They nobody cares. Suffered. Nobody cares in the. But this one felt like they at least like See, gave. That's because this one was short. Like even I like think a mile. This one was short. The way to tie one was definitely part, too yeah. long, um, but they both were hurt by the fact that they were just house show matches with a bit more effort. I, I thought this was great, though. I mean, you know, it's the QQ bump in part, you know, like I think QQ is yeah. just kind of like, you know, they're there. And I mean, Stars, I think I speak for both of us as like just overall such a good faction, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, they, like they just have such a great like style and just like uh, their floor is so high that it's hard to like hate a stars match unless it's like completely taken out of its element. And this was just really, really fun. Um, a couple, couple notes is that Azumi came out with the shoe pro, uh, first time she's ever been on a shoe pro cover. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think, I think shoe pro tweeted out somehow Azumi hasn't been on the cover before. So shout out to her. Um, and yeah. And then, yeah, the Hanan did the razor Ramon hard gay pose for some reason. Uh, somebody pointed that out on twitter and i found that very funny because i was like oh she's not doing her pose it, it was the it was the razor ramon hard gay pose instead interesting interesting um, yeah <laughs> and yeah i thought the match was really good i i actually really enjoyed it i thought momokogo and tosai did some really good stuff near the end and yeah uh, yeah Saya was good after this was when the utami story came about yes i will say lady c has had a new lease on life since that cage yes. match. She is just she is beasting, and, and I'm here for it. Um, yeah, the uh, as you said afterwards, Utami got on the microphone, and there was a moment of panic because she was so somber that I was like, "If this bitch retires, I swear to God!" <laughs> like, oh yeah, I, I started like I started like feeling like I was gonna yeah. fucking be sick. Um, <laughs> so I was like, "I swear to God, if you retire a week after." that match i am actually gonna hunt you down but um yeah she just announced she needed to take a break uh to find herself and she was gonna leave queen's quest to the rest of the group and everybody else was like what what's what's going on and they all went backstage so i thought this was just a story thing of like she's gonna go on she's gonna have a little break because she's winning the grand prix and she's gonna win the world title and they want to give her a break before you know riding that horse for the next 18 months or whatever but no. Yeah, especially looking at how long this fucking uh, North Tour is. Yeah. It's like these are like these are like eight matches, nine matches in the next fourteen days. Yeah. Um, or not next fourteen days, but over the fourteen days, she's not going to be there. And it's like, yeah, she could, she could. <laughs> probably just want to make yeah. sure she wrestles three matches against Americans, uh, and a Canadian, uh, to make sure she doesn't fucking die before the five star. Yeah. Um, but then it was announced that she's going to the Game Changer. So it was actually yeah. a planned break for them to send her abroad to, to work some dates. And um, I mean, I imagine she still comes back and is like revitalized and maybe has new gear 
and wins the tournament. Like, I feel like after this, it is so set in stone that she's winning the GP that if anybody else wins it, I will be shocked. Um, but yeah, they, they did a whole thing there where she was like, oh, I didn't, you know, I'm really questioning myself. So I'm, I'm taking some time away. And uh, yeah, that, that got us uh, Utami versus Lufisto. How about it? Yeah, insane. Yeah. Uh, but it was really scary, like live, watching it live. Because you didn't watch it live, did you? I saw this part live. I was very scattered. Okay. I w I woke up late, uh, like you did. Um, and then I turned it on and I saw two tag matches. Then I had to go. Then I came back from Rai Tam. And then I stopped watching. So it was a bit all over the place. <laughs> um, yeah, it was frightening. Uh, in the chat, in Discord, yes. uh, I was like, texting <laughs> was some so We funny. were genuinely like... We were having breakdowns. Um, I texted you. I said I thought Rossi was a sick freak, um, and was gonna like break up Queen's Quest. But I think the thing that like I noticed and a few other people noticed is that Utami said it, and we don't have translations. So she said it. The crowd went, "What?" And then like Queen's Quest was like looking around, like, "What the fuck's going on?" And then she like started walking away without them. Mm -hmm. And so everybody was like, "What the fuck's going on?" But then. Azumi and Saya did like the funniest shit where they're like, wait, wait, uh, Utami. <laughs> and it's like they were like, like fucking scurrying after yeah. her, like trying to like catch up to her. They were like, like pushing each other, like, no, we need to, we need to talk to our friend. Like it was really funny. Um, and we played it up for laughs. So I was like, okay, she didn't just disband the unit. <laughs> we are safe. Um, and then the translation came out and it was, you know, fine i think people some people still had like the fear that it's like oh she's leaving and then it was just oh she's doing a tour of new york for a couple weeks and i think that's probably the best case scenario yeah uh yeah all right it, it was a roller coaster that it was that it was <laughs> and then we went on a downswing we had don and del mondo my sakurai tecla micah and julia this is the uedo tai team mom watanabe roaka natsuko tora and rena and my Sakurai got the win with the MPR in 12 minutes. And um, boy, did I feel my those 12 roll. minutes. Because uh, there was a point where if this ended, yeah. it would have been good. And then they just kept wrestling. And I was like, you know, you could have just not, right? Um, I also... Micah and Nasco were fine? Of course. I mean, I thought that was the only course. part that was like... You know, decent. I was going to say Momo and Julia. But then I think Momo was not good in this match. I feel like I'm having a come to Jesus moment <laughs> about Momo Watanabe. She just hasn't been it lately and i don't know why Dude, but she was in there with tecla I... and couldn't do good stuff tecla and like... tecla is like made like she is she is formed yes. to get good things yeah. out of her. i was so amazed <laughs> like I, i'm not saying she's washed or terrible because of one bad match i don't think she's I've, washed it, i don't think she's been washed, a while since but... i've come away going oh momo was great in that match like it's 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 not it's not it's not ideal it's it's rough and i mean like I've all, I've obviously been pretty sour on her the entire way to tie run. I think her mm -hmm. tag stuff has been solid, you know, good enough. Uh, but yeah, no, I I just she doesn't have. You know, how I was talking about the stars floor about yes. how it's like it's pretty hard to get like a bad match out of out of a stars tag. Um, Momo used to have that like the highest floor of anybody in the company, and that was what made her so great. Um, she just doesn't have that anymore. Like her flow is like his her floor is in the ground. She can have the most shit match of anybody on the roster. Uh 
she doesn't usually like usually she isn't that bad but she's very capable of being that bad mm-hmm. and that has been something that has really made me upset because again she for a long time was like one of the greatest wrestlers in the world and she just ain't anymore and that that sucks because i i don't again i don't think she's washed i just think she isn't in the position to care or to be good or any positive thing i don't, I don't really have anything positive to say about momo at this exact moment yeah it's it's pretty disappointing and i i feel like if she doesn't have a good GP, she's really in for it because yeah. this company is so loaded that if you have a bad GP, they will not think twice about you know forgetting about you. And I think yeah, that's because like Momo's always be been, and like I mean, as recently as last week with the uh, cage match, right, has always been like a oh well, and then she comes back around, right? Like that. That's always been the Momo fans' brain is that it's like oh, but then she comes back around. Then she wins the white belt or the red belt, you know, down the line. Some point she comes back around. She might just not. That's the fear at this mm-hmm. point <laughs> is that she might just be this forever. And if that's the case, a part of me dies. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a, a real part of me just like really gets put into a lot of pain from that. Because again, one of the best wrestlers in the world at one point. Um, yeah. Yeah. This match wasn't that bad to the point where it's like, oh, Momo's the worst wrestler ever. It's just, this is kind of like one of those moments where it's like, oh, that's a concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so than this is like a terrible match. But yeah. Yeah. That's enough on that. But the match itself wasn't amazing because no, it, it had all the, you know. <laughs> Again, it like, I used to have this issue with New Japan pay per views. There was just so many tags with no real purpose. And this was exactly that. Just See, a house show why... tag. With more. That's why New Japan's been doing better, is because they usually just run just five guys in LIJ, and they're good in opening tags. Yeah. And then everything else is like, you know, if you like Bullet Club, then it's good. If you don't, it's terrible. But like, <laughs> like that's pretty much just what they run is like just five guys or uh, or LIJ in a tag, and it's always good. So uh, we need to get back to that with Stardom. <laughs> yes. Um. After the match, then, uh, my Sakurai got on the microphone. She talked her talk. Um, it was very fun. The crowds are still really into the my Sakurai thing. And, it, I mean, go you, I guess. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't translate. She's in the tournament. So, yeah, it, it yeah. just doesn't translate, yeah. which is the weirdest thing. Like, it's, it's so strange seeing something so popular that we just don't get at all, you know? Um but you know, it's, if it's over, it's over. Fair play to her, you know. She also took she took the the DDM girlies to like this like super expensive resort Ooh. the other day, uh, and it was like like Julia they were like in like a fucking penthouse, and Julia just posted a pic a video of her going wow, wow, <laughs> just over and over. It was real weird. Um, but yeah, my Sakurai they went in a limo. Uh, she's living the gimmick. Living the gimmick. Yeah, that is true. And you know what? Good for her because she could have just been yeah. a standard wrestler, but she said, "I'm gonna make something," and uh, it's worked. She should have done what like every mediocre uh, Joshi wrestler did in like the late '90s, and just just become a hardcore wrestler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like like, and not even just the mediocre ones. Like Gami was really good, and she was still like, ah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm done. Give me a chair. <laughs> that is fair. Um, after that, then, we had a passion injection match. Nanai Takahashi beat Starlight Kid in 14 and a half minutes with the one second X. Um, Momoe Nakanishi was ringside, and I think she switched sides. Uh, she went from seconding Starlight Kid to being like, hey, Nanai, hey, buddy, old pal. At first, I was like, I was like, damn, Nakanishi's a traitor. And then I was like, nah, she can. Yeah, she's allowed. <laughs> she she's allowed. She cool. can do it. Um, if yeah. anybody's allowed to get away Love with it, it's, it's Momoi. Um, I, I thought this was a really, really good match. Like, uh, you know, Kid, uh, of all people, is going to make up for any of Nanai's shortcomings. Um, and uh, Nanai didn't have many shortcomings here. She was she was beating the brakes off this woman, uh, but Kid was also very willing to fight back. And I thought they, that made for a really, really good match. I think I, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I did like it a lot. And this isn't a, even a criticism, but I think I assumed after the build, she channel Momoe Nakanishi more. But this was like a, this was like her doing an El Desperado match, right? Like that, mm-hmm. that was the style. Cause like she, you know, like that, that's just kind of the, uh, I guess it's easiest to call it an El Desperado style because he's like the first junior that comes to mind that doesn't necessarily wrestle fast and just does the technical stuff really well. Um, and yeah, I think kids kind of leaned into that more, which wasn't bad. I actually really enjoyed it, but it was a interesting choice because I was like, "Oh, I thought she was gonna like try to wrestle circles around her, like you know, like the, uh, you know, just like run around her, like a high speed wrestler, right?" I forget that kid was just cosplaying as a high speed wrestler. She's not really, she's not really about that life. Um, but no, I still thought this was really good. Uh, <laughs> Nanai, like after weeks of build to kids Momo latch, Nanai's like. Nah. Yeah. Bump that. <laughs> I mean, it almost worked, in <laughs> fairness. No, I, I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was really funny how she was just like, I'm good, actually. Yeah. Uh, she went for the moment, she just sat down. She's like, nah, we ain't, we ain't doing that. You know, you could beat me with my tag team partner's move? Fuck you. And then she beat her. Yeah. We love that. Based. Um, after the match, then, there was some interesting interesting stuff set up. Um. And then I spoke for a while. I don't think she really said much of note, though. Um, but then Kid was like, hey, Mumway, like, maybe you should get in the ring next time. And uh, she should. instead of tagging with me, I think I should wrestle you. So Kid was angling for a Momo, uh, a Nana Momo reunion. And it, didn't, it seemed like uh, Nakanishi wasn't too opposed to it. So I would guess, I'm so I would guess sometime soon we're going to get Nanai and Momo Nakanishi. That could Starlight be the Kid. tag fest. Mm, I figure, especially maybe? if they work that, if they work it so that's Kid and Izumi versus uh, Nanai and Momoe, that's definitely the match I would do. Yeah. Um, or even if they don't, and it ends up being Kid and Mayu or Kid and pretty much whoever, I think that would still be a pretty fun match. Um, how do you feel? Sorry to take us back a little bit. How do you feel about Kid losing? Because a lot of people didn't like it. I obviously am not a SLK fan, so it's like I found it very funny, um, and I also like Nanai a lot. And I, I, I think Scott was talking about it. Scott and Velke were like, if Nanai loses, Passion Injection's kind of dead. Like I don't know if she keeps doing it after that. So, you know, they gotta keep it alive. How do you feel about Kid losing to Nanai here? It's fine. I mean, if it gets her to the Momo, the Nana Momo tag, I feel like that would be more important. And if she wins that, then yeah. that's better. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't think. I wouldn't worry about it because she's there's clearly an end goal to this. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think that Nye winning just kind of further cements the passion ejection gimmick where it's like, you know, I don't know, she's, she's only really lost to Shuri and Utami singles, hasn't she? I don't even think um, she lost to Utami. They drew, didn't they? Oh, no, that yeah. was a draw. Yeah, she she I think she's only lost to Shuri yeah. in the singles. Um, only been pinned by Shuri and Waka. Uh, Shuri and <laughs> Incredible. Waka. Yeah. But, you know, Love it's, that. that's how you do uh, some of this stuff. You protect a veteran, and then when they do lose, it means something. Crazy, right? Um, Who would have thought? Yeah. Great gimmick, by the way. I still think Passion Injection is like such a great just mm-hmm. idea. And it's really good. Really and it, I mean, it obviously is going to end with Starlight Kid getting a win, so it, I think it's fine. Um, yeah, she's she's getting her... I think her beating Momoe would probably be bigger than her being in Yeah, Nye probably. Because of how big of a Momoe... Like, it, it is, like, that's just that's the connection mm-hmm. there, right? Like, Kitty Kid was kind of saying, it's like, oh, I used to watch you and Momoe tag. And she trained with Mo- with Momoe, so I think that's probably where they're going with it is kid pinning Momoe, which I think works. Definitely. Perfectly. And you just know Kid pitched all this, like she was like, "Listen, man, let's do it. I want to oh, work yeah. Nana Momo." Big, <laughs> you know? huge, huge, yeah. nerd. huge classic Joshi. Um, Shout out. There, there is a there was a lot of backstage comments from from Starlight Kid, but if you saw the length of this text. <laughs> When is it like there? it is. Hold when on, is I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna count <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen lines of dialogue from Kid that I am not going to sk- skim through because we would be here for too long. Um, but she did speak for a while in the post-match comments, and I'm gonna assume she didn't she do anything does. of note. Now, we're gonna get onto a cool match after this, but I think we should take a break before it, just so I have time to prepare myself. To you know, be okay. All right. So our next match was a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. The Rose Gold team of Mina Shirakawa and Mariah May beat Ami Sore and Shuri in just under 15 minutes. When Mina pinned Suri with the glamorous collection Mina. First things first. The entrance from Mina and Mariah. They slayed the house down. <laughs> I was in. Oh, like I was fully shook. They hit that dance like nobody's business. It was flawless. I like I just cannot put into words. It was it was amazing. Um, and I know the dance like most people it just floats over the head, but to me it it's just they are serving, (laughs) and it's amazing. Exactly, I love it. it. I'm here for it. I hope they keep dancing. I hope they keep the bells because it's a night. You know, it's it's slaying. It's just so good. Um, and then, where on earth has this Amisore been hiding? Where did she get this? I was so excited. I was so the first like the first like three minutes of the match. I was like, holy shit, she's back. She (laughs) she's like, what the fuck happened? Oh my god, she was really good. She was mm-hmm. she was throwing it. You know, what I mean, like that's what I was talking about last week. The intensity is just not there, or it wasn't there with Ami for so long, and that was always the issue because she has a lot of good moves in her arsenal. She just doesn't really use them to their full ability. Like she has a lariat, she just doesn't really hit it that well. It's it's just like kind of around. She was throwing shit. And that was what you need from Ami. Her, her and really Mina good. were teeing off to start this one. It was fantastic. Yes. I was so blown away. I was like, where the hell has she been hiding this? Like, this was fantastic. 
Um, the first like thirty seconds were better than anything she's ever done the yeah. entire year. <laughs> Maybe except for yes. like the Saya match, which was like solid. Like, but yeah, this was that was like the best thing no she's doubt. done the entire year. Um, and then it, it it just got better from there. Um, we ended with Mina and Siri, and I thought that was a really really good exchange, even though it was nowhere close to what they can both yeah. do. It was still a really really good exchange. Uh, Mariah. Do they have a? Do they I have think a they're in different blocks. Five star match. Yeah, because Mina is in the yeah, Anno yeah. block and Siri's in the red. And, yeah, um, yeah. But their exchange was really good, and I thought that was a that was a good showcase of like Mina firmly being on the level of the top names in Stardom. Like she didn't get eaten up by Siri; she was like right there with Siri. Um, and yeah. the one thing I remember from Mariah May in this match is uh, Ami Amisore. <laughs> broke up a yeah, pin, and she just yeets her over her head with the most brutal German. It was awesome. I was like, you go. Mm -hmm. All caps. All caps yes. notes. Mariah yeah. May killed Ami with the German. <laughs> yeah. I, I guessed. It was a sick German <laughs> suplex. That was so great. But uh, yeah, just a great tag match. This was such a needed jolt in the arm for this division. These tag belts are great, and they're usually really fun additions to shows. And, uh, you know, we didn't like the new eras all that much, but Rose Gold, their era is now, and they're going to be very fun. Like, Mina Shirakawa is still an incredible pro wrestler, and uh, she, she works, even in tag matches. It works. Oh, yeah, that's, that's another thing. Um, Chris Troughton gave his his, his friend, no Ryan May, a shout-out. You go, um, girl. The new Japan show. Um, yeah. Yeah, shout-outs out. Um, even though he had to say, but... I don't think Mobokugo is that bad. <laughs> like that was that was the that was what it was. He was like he was like I I love my I love my girl Mariah May, but I think she might be wrong. Mobokugo is kind of cool. Like that that was the that was the gimmick. But oh, this was great. Yeah, this was a really good match. Um, I was scared. Yeah. You watched this post, but I, so I was scared. Um, because you you can see you you yourself can see yeah. tells and Tam's matches right like within the first. 10 seconds pretty much um i can see him in sherry's matches especially tag matches because if she doesn't start the match yeah. she's going to end it right or and if she doesn't and if she if she starts the match mm -hmm. she's not going to be in the in the fall that's kind of how they run it um so i was watching this and it, it started with ami and mina and i was like are they really giving the belts back to gaza there's no way that sherry's taking the l here but she's not like she's gonna be the in the finish because she always is if she's not in the, in the start. So what the fuck's happening? Um, and then yeah, the 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 glam collection. I can't call it the the angel the angel twist anymore because she's not an angel. Um, the glam collection. Great, great finish. Um, I think I think people might have been taking it a bit too seriously almost. Um, like, oh, Mina just pinned the most protected wrestler in Joshi Wrestling. Yes, but so did Koguma. Like, let's. <laughs> like, Shuri in stardom notably struggles with uh, flash pinfalls. And that makes the, the next match a little bit more interesting and mm -hmm. in what yeah. happened with that. Uh, I kind of like where they might go with that. But let's calm down. I agree. Mina is up there. You know what I mean? Mina, Mina is up echelon. She's at the top tier now. Um, and I'm very happy for her. But let's not act like, you know, this was this was as big as, as Julia Pin and Sherry. 
You know what I mean? Like, like let's calm down a little bit. It's a, it's a flash pin. She loses to flash pins all the time. <laughs> like, that's the only way you ever win against Shuri, for the most part, is with a flash pin. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a really, really fun match. Um, still hoping Mariah mm-hmm. May can get a little bit more time in these tag matches. I think that was, like, the one thing that was, like, you, you could let her you could let yeah, her they're very sit Mina-centric here for a little bit longer. Just so far. Like, yeah, you, you don't need you don't need to like overexpose her and like set leave her out to dry like they often do with a lot of wrestlers in tag matches. But you could definitely mm-hmm. get her in there for a few more minutes, you know, uh, split it a little bit more evenly. Because I still think that she can show out uh, even better than she has been, uh, especially in these tag matches. Because you can tell the vibe is there, like the style, the rose gold style is there, like it works. Um, and I'm really excited to see the rest of yeah, the Yeah, they're, they're going to be a fun tag team. Uh, hopefully we get them in, like, FWC. I think that would be really great. Um, just let... That's tough, because I'm going to be so tired of seeing Hazuki lose out yeah, of the matches by Yeah, she's fine. I'm be, I'm she, just, she's I'm just gonna, fine. Like, You'll be all right. Either her. that or um, uh, Mafia Bella. I think that would be fun. A Mafia Bella one. Mafia Bella would be fun. I mean... If they just, if they want to bring out their yeah. good tag teams, they can at any time. <laughs> like we, we might have forgotten because of the new eras and Seven uh, Up was great, but they weren't a stardom tag team. We might have forgotten, but they have a crazy tag team division if they want to. Yeah, you, know you got what well, BMI two thousand Mafia so. Bella, um, yeah. Karate Brave maybe still exist possibly, um, FWC. I hope. Uh, Meltier. I mean, Meltier and Rose Gold. I said that when they won the belts, that would go crazy. Natsupoi, Natsupoi Anu as well. Um, yeah, they have. They, I mean, and that's not even looking at like an Aphrodite. You know, a, a Saya Zumi. I've been waiting for a Saya Zumi Goddess challenge for so long. Like, or just a, pretty much anybody in Queen's Quest Goddess challenge at this rate, because they haven't had one in, like a long time since I think Momo was around. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of great teams in the company. They can, it, it, any day they want to make the, the tag team division stacked and great and beautiful and nonstop bangers, they can. Because the tag team style is usually really good if it's not the new eras. And yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Actually. That's fair. Um, yeah, the, nobody really said anything after, I don't think. There was no promos. We didn't even get a challenge. Um, no. No. Yeah, nothing really. Um, Waka was there. She got the champagne. Good for Waka. Um, <laughs> I hate that. I'm going to be real. I hate that fucking bit. Like, I think it's so... Uh, it's a bit much. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but yeah, they didn't really say much of anything to, to set anything up. Um, just that they, the Club Venus crew was like, Hey, Mina, you beat Siri. Hey, good for you. So um, that was kind of it. There wasn't yeah. really much else. Rime was tweeting about for like, I love her. Her Twitter is great. She's like, my team partner so Um She also, before the match, was like, you're telling me I have to defend against fucking Shuri? She used a fresh <laughs> meme, because I only saw that, um, that like clip from Hot Ones that she used the other day of, like, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, as soon as I saw Mariah use it, I was like, she, she, she knows what's crazy. up. Yeah, she, she gets it. Um, yeah, because I'd only seen that video recently, and I was like, that's so memeable like that that's such a great reaction um yeah she pulled it out but uh that was the tag title match long live rose gold long may they serve and slay 
the next match was a high-speed championship match. It was Saki Kashima beating Fukigen Death in three and a half minutes uh, to retain the high-speed championship. Um, yeah. Yeah, they decided minutes. to do a story-driven high-speed title match with a woman who, up until a week ago, was one of the biggest annoyances in the company. And uh, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Because the way the tie just kept... Which one are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, Saki was meant to be the babyface, despite being a clear villain to everybody for the last two years. Uh, so. Yeah, but I think I think she's such a... And I mean this in the best way possible. She's pitiful. Well, like that's I don't that's where really she's at. Think so because I remember like a way to tie were cheating, and I was like, yeah, but I I remember you did this to Yuri. Like you you kind of deserve it, you know, just a little bit. So it was hard to like fully yeah, get in on I, board, but I was very much like, okay, I want to see somebody combat a way to tie here because we're in the era now where people are fighting back yeah, it, against a way to tie. So who's gonna help Saki? It was this thing. It was this thing with with Saki is that it's like, how no it. It's interesting, cause and a lot of this was and I hate to say this, a lot of this, was Bullet Club build, um, and you you don't you haven't seen a lot of recent Bullet Club, but the Fukigen spot right after, where they hand her the, the uh, yeah newspaper, that is that is just what Taiji Shimori does every time that Bullet Club turns on someone. Right, basically, is that it's like it's like, oh, you were tag team partners. What are you gonna do? You you can't. You have to. You have to save him, right? Like you, and then he just beats the fuck out of him, and it's like, ah, I'm evil, haha. And it's like, that was the clown, but at least this time it was a literal clown doing it, and not a well respected junior wrestler, wrestling legend. Um, <laughs> that's besides the point. But no, I, I get what you mean. That it's like, Saki was always the asshole, mm-hmm. but I think. There's something about her. Maybe it's because she's a bean sprout, you know. Maybe because she's just like small, you know, and and smaller than everybody in a way to tie. Uh, maybe it's just because she has a very sympathetic face. Maybe it's just because like you read her tweets, right, and you could tell that like getting beaten up by her friends hurt her a lot, right? Um, I still think she's like, I, like I really do. I think that the gimmick is just that she's pitiful. That's um, fair. Because she's she's an asshole, but now she's like dealing with it, and it's like in part it's like yeah, like you kind of deserve it, but at the same time it's like she's she was the weakest member of Oedo Tai, not in you know she win she won matches, but in like power scaling terms she's the weakest yeah, member. Well, of she's Oedo the Tai. only one who's and ever all like, of them are matches, <laughs> and they're like Siri, yeah, please do yeah. not kill me. So I can see where that comes from. Yeah, and in a story sense, she's the weakest member, even yes. though she didn't lose all of her matches. Like she's Ruaka loses more than Saki ever did, but in in a story sense, she's the weakest member. So you kind of feel like, oh man, and it's the same thing with what happened last week. It's like, dude, it's it's Saki. Come on, you know, do you really have to cheat and like fuck her up like this? Like she, yeah. I don't she's know. Just, she's just a little guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just, I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel like uh, rooting for Valiant Babyface Saki Kashima all that much during the match. I was just like, okay, cool. Um, it was, it was well paced though. I mean, they just kept doing stuff, so I can't really. It wasn't terrible, but I just thought it was a weird decision to, to do a very story-driven match with somebody who, as I said up until a week ago, was a general annoyance to everybody. Um. 
But obviously, this was to set up the post-match, which was kind of the most interesting thing. As you said, Fuki and Death was beating her up with a newspaper. Oedo Tai rushed the ring and then beat her up. And out comes... Sephirina again. And out comes God's Eye. Uh, Siri and Amisore fending off away to tie to because reasons. Um, and yeah. They were sick of that shit. Yeah. I mean, in. Siri seemed very upset with, with Natsuko. She was like, don't you dare. Like, I, I Only I beat Saki Kashima up. It was kind of like that. Only I beat up Saki. Um, yeah, because I was expecting like I, somebody. Like when they did the Fukigan thing, I was like, okay. I was expecting Azumi. I guess, yeah. Cause I was just, I knew something was going to happen. I thought it might be Arena, but I guess they're going to tease that one out for a while before they, they pull, pull that. Not for a while. I think they have a Korokin match. Yeah. It's it's Amisaki against Rena. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I just, I felt Rena was going to do it here, but then they're obviously going to wait on that to, to do the face turn. Um, but yeah, it was, it was Siri instead, and that was kind of the big, like, cathartic moment. Um, and then... Saki Kashima joined God's Eye in the most entertaining way possible. Um, she straight up was like, I don't want to wrestle you anymore. Can you please protect me? And Siri was like, what? <laughs> like, is that how you're asking to join my faction? And Saki was like, yes, I will I will do anything you want. Please just help. Um, she said something about like eating goldfish I think goldfish she was like, droppings. I am goldfish droppings. Because she oh, calls God's okay. Eye goldfish, I think. So she was like, I am shit compared to you. <laughs> I am yeah. your shit. I it am was, your shit. Let it me was be your strange. Poop, and then when Siri, when Siri <laughs> let her in, she was like, thank fuck, I never have to rescue you again. And Siri just like slapped her on the head and was like, hey, that's not what this is about. But um, I, I, I really like this. Yeah. I didn't, so think I, would. I didn't think I would be as... Like, I didn't think I'd be as into it as yeah. I was and as I am. I'm just like so down for this. I just enjoy that this comedy subplot has paid off with Saki joining God's Eye. Like that is the best mm -hmm. thing you could have possibly done. Um, and I do think that this gives Ami something more than this anybody. Because like her original, the group her original needs... gimmick was being a bodyguard. Yeah. So now she's literally Saki Kashima's bodyguard, <laughs> and I find that very funny. I think it helps. Like she doesn't have to be this character. She just she's just Saki's. Like like, hey, stand in front of me. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely helps God's eye because I mean we've said it a few times. Their issue has been, you know, characterization and personality. Um, and Saki Kashima has that in spades. Just through Twitter, she will get them personalities. She will make that work. Um, so I think she... Konami ain't crazy about it. Though. Yeah, that's an interesting thing to keep an eye on. But I guess she isn't around enough to really care. But it'll be fun. She might be. Uh, so the thing with Konami is, and this isn't from Sprite, which is usually who I get all the Konami... <laughs> yeah, uh, Konami lore. <laughs> the Konami news from. Yeah, uh, but she just... I don't know if she won. She she medaled in a jiu-jitsu tournament. Right. Um, And so I imagine she was training for that a lot in recent months you know past couple of years type of thing um but she tweeted something that sounded like she really wants to like like she's ready to get back quote unquote mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the case if it is then you know she has to wait a little bit because uh i think the soonest for like a, a decent showing of hers to come back would be like tag league um which i could see her in but it, it does sound from the way she was tweeting like she has the ambition to like return to a more full-time right. schedule i don't know this for sure that's just kind of what i'm gathering from it but 
yeah, a lot of the God's Aisaki stuff in the days since the the gimmick was like them being like, we're training at the dojo today. And you're, you're training with us. And she's like, please don't make me fucking train with you. I'm so scared. I don't want to do this. <laughs> like that, like they're trying to like roughen her up, not roughen her up, but like yeah. toughen her up rather. Uh, and I find that very funny. I think that's a great way to go about it. Maybe she actually takes on some of the challenges, you know, some of the high speed challengers that have been going after yeah. her. Siri sure, makes sure. like forces <laughs> yeah. her to. That'd be yeah. great. Uh I think that's like that's such a great way to like develop Saki even further as a character is putting her with the wrestlers, right? Putting the character res- character wrestler with the wrestler mm-hmm. wrestlers. I think that's such a great story this, beat this is the single this is the single most and i say this in air quotes golden era stardom thing they have done since that one comedy tag where all of the people who didn't like each other were paired up you remember that one it was like yeah yeah no, azami and poi was it and and julia and tam had to team up and me yeah and, and it was just yeah. peak like pre-covid stardom energy that's the same energy this mm-hmm story has like this is something they would have done when you know arisa hoshiki was around kicking people in the head like this is exactly the kind of storyline they would have done at that point and it would have been just as entertaining i mean think about tam nakano in oedotai made no fucking sense like that like and i'm not saying this is on the level of that because that's one of the greatest like match moments the the Hana Kagetsu match followed by the Tam join one of the greatest moments in Starm history. Um, I believe James uh, often laments that it's the greatest moment in Starm history, and I, I you know I, I have no reason to argue with him. Uh, but it is a lot like that where it's like, why the fuck is the idol joining the evil group? Mm. Like that's crazy. What is happening? That's what it feels like here. It's like why is this character wrestler who hates to wrestle um, joining like? the wrestler wrestlers the techers group like that's insane and i think it's just such a great mix match and i have a feeling saki's gonna grow from it a lot as is ge in general i'm super excited definitely and it was a sweet moment in general like it it just like made me feel nice like i was like oh that's nice that's a that's a nice sort of way to do it yeah so yeah you know i was thinking about this and the next match kind of brought it into to rotation um the way Stardom is doing things now feels so different to what we've become accustomed to uh, throughout this show, basically, because this show has existed mostly with clap crowds. I wonder if it's Rossi has just decided to change things up now that crowds can cheer. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence. Yeah, you, you mentioned I, like, I don't think it's a coincidence yeah. that Oedo Tai finally lost one of the big stipulation matches now that a crowd can cheer. Um... I don't think it's a surprise that we're seeing these like shock title changes now that the crowds can like properly react to everything. And I don't think it's a coincidence that something like Saki Kashima joining God's Eye happens now that crowds can get into it. Like I just wonder if um a lot of the like malaise and, and like copy and paste stuff Stardom had been doing was just them coasting through the clap crowds and waiting for crowds to come back because they have been very different. We've like we've been left shocked a lot of times since they brought them back. It's it's very interesting because and because like I've noticed and I listened to one of Scott's shows, um, Ring Post Radio, where he talks about like WWE and shit. And he was talking about the Roman angle. And he's like, you know, Roman hasn't had a good match since the Thunderdome because since then, 
they've just done mm -hmm. crowd pandering. And that's the only thing that they do now is, you know, stuff to make the crowd react and not like actual wrestling <laughs> or anything like that. And it made me realize how much the pandemic like might have shifted mm -hmm. a booker's mind just about how wrestling works. Because it's like you can see it in the pandemic because they had to adjust drastically. But coming out of it, it's different from even before the pandemic. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Is that it's like it's like really shifted even like with full attendance, full crowds, bigger crowds than Storm's ever done. It's still not like, okay, uh, this is my belief of how booking works and this isn't that. Uh, it, it's completely different now. And for better or for worse, I, I actually agree that I think Rossi has taken note of how much more, uh, you know, crowds influence the, the shows and has gone, okay, Julie can lose the belt when nobody expects her to. You know, like, just like, yeah, that works. Like, instead of just having her do the year long and then like, okay, this is what, this is the payoff everybody was expecting, everybody's cool with, and we do it. Uh, I actually agree, and it's really interesting that how they kind of use the crowd in comparison to not only before the pandemic, but during the pandemic and, you know, beyond. It, it, it is an interesting Yeah, because I, I only really noticed that because it isn't just stardom that's doing it. Um, I Like, Marvelous obviously mm -hmm. did it. They belted up Mia Momono. That's one of the bigger examples. But then Velke... Yeah. He got me to proofread his his article uh, on Seedling the other day, and Seedling since mm -hmm. like December have been doing this whole like new wave thing, where they're finally pushing a bunch of the younger wrestlers that people have been waiting for, and it's kind of like as he was putting it, it's like COVID almost killed this company. There's none of the people left who they used to be able to rely on, but now the crowds are back they can finally get behind these young wrestlers and it doesn't just have to be a Risa Nakajima versus you know insert freelancer here that the is one. already over <laughs> they can now get people over and I thought I just thought that was interesting like Seedling have done it Marvelous have done it and now I think Stardom is doing it to where they're just getting a lot more dynamic in, in how they do things because they're not playing to clap crowds and clap crowds only like they have an actual way of seeing who is over in the moment you know i think i just think it's changed everything mm -hmm. no i i can totally see that and i think you you probably can see it easier on mm -hmm. indie shows you know what i mean like um except for maybe wave because wave is kind of in a yeah. rock and a hard place type of thing because they're they're waiting on kohaku but they don't really have anybody else. <laughs> yeah. So they're waiting on Nozaki as, as a result, and they have Shida. And, like, you know, like that's a whole nother discussion. You know, I love Wave, but that's a that's a whole thing. Um, but it is easier to see in the indies, probably, because it's so mm -hmm. built in, right? Indie companies have such a built in roster uh, and just like such a built in situation and have for, the, for COVID that now it's like, they're finally like okay let's push forward through this and i i do agree i think stardom is interesting because the mirai win right yep. which we're, we're diving into now with with the tam match it felt so right you know what i mean even though booking logic rossi logic this is like such a mm -hmm. fucked road to get here you know what i mean like there's no reason for this to still be a hot match a hot win for mirai 
but it was. And I, I think that, you know, sometimes Rossi has what's best in his in his mind. I don't always <laughs> I don't always say that. I don't always, you know, agree with how he does things, but I will say with the Mirai win, for example, and with the Saki stuff, which I was not expecting to be as like for me to have a favorable opinion of. I, I just love what he's doing right now. So yeah, I'll give him that credit because he is adjusting to post COVID uh, very well, very a lot better than I thought he was. He was kind of he's trying to build something in the first half of the year that I did not understand. As as you know, the past few weeks have have kind of played out. I'm starting. Yeah, to get he's a bit he's more, picked it up at the know? at the best time. Um, but as you were saying, the next match was a wonder of stardom championship match. Mirai beat Tam Nakano with a Miramari shock in 22 minutes to win the Wonder of Stardom Championship. Uh, Tam Nakano loses the belt on her first defense attempt. Um, well, I know it's fucked up. She still beat Mina's record. That's crazy. Um, 36 to 34. Oh my goodness. Days. Wow. So fucked up. Terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> Poor Mina. And Mina had one of like the best, like maybe I didn't necessarily have it as the best match of the year, but her employee was like mm-hmm. absurdly good. <laughs> and, and still, she's gonna go down history as the shortest reign in Wonder of Storm Championship history. Yeah. Um. You know, there's been a bit of controversy around this switch. I think some people just don't. They aren't into Mirai. Some people are Tom Roaders. They didn't want Tom to lose. But it just. I don't know how you wa- people love being yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how you watch this performance from Mariah and come away thinking she shouldn't have won. Like this was her, yeah. this was Mariah Mayumi. Like this was the TJPW girl who had the worlds of potential. Like this was her bringing something out that I haven't seen in her in a long, long time. Like she just had an energy about her that she hasn't had in Stardom for the entire match. Um. And not only that, but she she was a great wrestler. She was really, really great in this match. Tam gave her all the room in the world to showcase herself. Um, the match did peak early when they were just fucking hitting each other. And I was like, hell yeah. yeah. Like, they started, and they were throwing forearms, and I was like, yes. Oh, Mariah was going for the fucking throw, Yeah, I was, I was here Good for Tam it. was here. Yeah, Tam. Good Tam, Tam was, was here. A lot that, of that was insane. Yeah, Tam. Tam has been slandered a little bit too much um, for booking decisions, um, but she is she is a really good wrestler. Um, she can show up sometimes. She has some very high-end matches, but definitely Mirai was given the room here to be great, and I thought she was great. She pulled out some new stuff when needed, um, but it just her general stuff was great, and it had a lot more... Passion is a terrible thing because of Nanai, but it, was, it had a lot more... <laughs> Of that behind it, even her lariats Intensity. were just yeah. a little bit more crisp. Even the cross body thing was just a little bit better. Like everything. Half la or no, that's the ace is high. Yeah, like everything she did just had a little bit more oomph to it because like she was clearly feeling herself with this one, and uh, yeah, she put in uh, probably her best performance that I've ever seen uh, in in the big spot because she needed it here. Like if if you weren't, I still think the Suzu match might be better. As an in ring, I would probably agree, but as an overall, like she came off like a big star. This was this was perfect. Um, yeah, I say this with all due respect to uh, Kanosuke Takeshita. Mariah hit the greatest Take Lariat off the top rope yeah. I've ever seen. Um, Credit to Tom for that bump. He, he sumped. 
Yeah, oh, 100%. But, like, he sometimes hits it and it looks cool, but sometimes it just looks kind of clunky and doesn't really... Mirai understood how to do it the first time she's ever mm-hmm. done it. Killed it, landed on her feet, Tam died. Beautiful, one of the best spots in the match. There were a lot of good spots in the match. Um, I do want to give a shout-out to Velke, who uh, I think Mirai was, like, closing in on a win, and he was, like, in the chat, he was like, oh, my God, Mirai's actually about to win. And then, like, a half a second later, Tam got her in the head scissors. <laughs> and it was like in it for like a minute and he's like i swear to fucking god yeah <laughs> he like jinxed it and it was such funny timing um yeah i just thought it was a really great mariah had a fucking mule kick bro. oh my god yes that was incredible like who does that at that point i was like if she doesn't win i am actually gonna complain like i'm rioting she has to win after that that was incredible oh, yeah. oh my god she just like absurd oh man that was great um uh, yeah tam tam was uh i feel like we don't i don't know i don't want to forget tam but i i was just so impressed I, I by say, mariah <laughs> uh I, I talked to scott about this and we kind of like you know because I, I was on a show for the immediate outcome yeah. of this uh event um i think this might have been tam's best singles title defense ever because I don't think I liked any of her white belt matches. Um, the Mina match wasn't great, and this match was phenomenal. Because uh, like most of her great singles matches have happened in the GP. So, yeah, I, I think this was probably Tam's best single style defense. Uh, maybe not best single style match, because I think her against Shuri was yeah. up there last year. Um, her and Saya last mm-hmm. year as well was their best match together. Um, but it was it was definitely her best singles title defense ever, in my opinion. Did, didn't yeah, she defend against Kid, or am I like completely crazy? Because that one she was did, cool, and that was that good. one was pretty cool. Yeah, that was good. Um, um, but I definitely yeah. have this. I mean, in fairness, if you're gonna have your best match with anyone, it's it's gonna be Mariah. I mean, that's not like that's not a crazy <laughs> take there to say her best defense might have been with Mariah, uh, especially a Mariah on her game. Like that's that's of course. Yeah um but yeah no cam you know she lost with brace as it's really all you can ask she put mariah over really really well uh, like she who ended the show Alex? Yeah, you know what i mean right like she she stared at the lights <laughs> and that's really all you can ask of anyone like your your world champion just stared at the lights and let mariah control this match like I, I, that's really cool i was scared tam hit the screwdriver yes. and then like it took her a second and I was like, if they triple H nah, Booker T, no, she when when she started selling the arm, I was like, oh my god, she's not gonna do it. She's not gonna do it. <laughs> no, yeah, I I was too. But at the same time, when she went for the pin, I was like, they yeah. better not. <laughs> they might not pull some fucked up shit right now. Um, they didn't. It was just it was just a good match. Like there was nothing particularly wrong with it. They did a ramp spot, mm. which was fine. I mean, they do that, I guess, for some reason. Um. I don't know how. Oh yeah, Tam out techered Mirai in the early going, which is just not right. <laughs> yeah, like she just like wrestled circles around her. I was like, how are you letting her do this, Mirai? <laughs> you need to stop her. Um, but yeah, and I think the story also mm-hmm. worked because like Mirai was the baby face who was like, "You're kind of an asshole. Did you know that? Like, you're kind of a piece of shit." Tim's like, no, I'm not. I'm beautiful, and it's like, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like you're a narcissistic asshole, um, and then she just beat her for it, like she punished her for it, and it was great. And then after the match, Tam was still like, 
there. You know, like she was, she was like a little asshole. That was peak Tom, though. That is how Tom operates. Yeah, I thought that was that was her. Like, okay, it's all yours now. Didn't she do this? Didn't she do that exact same expression to Arisa at one point when Arisa? She did it to Arisa, Julia, and Mariah. (laughs) Those are the three that I remember. That is that is a pretty uh, selective club for Mariah to join. (laughs) Uh, in fairness, so yeah, I think yeah. Tam did a lot of the stuff that you need to do to really pass the torch. Um, in, and I mean, in hindsight, would you have rather a Mina one, a uh, Mina loss here? Like Mina keeps the belt, defends it against somebody that's not Tam see, last month, uh, and then loses it to Mariah here. Yeah, because I think Mina and Mariah I, I is like yeah. the best match possible. But that's just like a personal thing. Um, I just think Mina versus Mariah would be the best there. match. Well, I don't even know about that, but just to me, Mina and Mirai is like the best match they can do almost. So, of course, I would have wanted Mina and Mirai. But, I mean, look, we got Tam, and, and it worked. And Tam put her over really well. And, uh, you know, Mirai... Mirai is ang- has been angling for this match, uh, according to her, <laughs> as she said so on Twitter <laughs> and uh, in the post-match. So, you know, with, with Mirai, I guess you can tie it into. You know, if she wants to, she can be like, yeah, you know, I beat Tam, and Tam is the reason I came to stardom, and, you know, that can be a whole thing. So, I guess, from that perspective, yeah, Tam was a better choice, but, I mean, listen, Mina and Mirai would have kicked ass, so, of course, I would rather Mina and Mirai. But, uh, I can't complain with what we got here. I thought it was pretty great. No, yeah, I totally agree. Um, would have preferred Mina and Mirai. They do have the the link with the TJPW stuff they dove into last yeah. year. Um, did she do the did she do the fucking clown thing from Mariah? Was that am I remembering right? Uh, no, I don't think so. Was it not Mariah? Cause she did the clown thing. I remember she did it with Himeka. Okay, it was Himeka. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mina and Mariah have like a built-in thing that I think they could have drawn to. I think it would have given Mina a bit more of a, a rub as a champion, and it didn't. Tam wouldn't have had to do the double style stuff. But that's all a me thing, I think. And, you know, I'm, I'm cool with either way. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy Mariah has the belt now. I'm excited for her five-star now. And I'm excited for just the white belt to be in circulation again. We can get it onto the Hazukis yeah. soon. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to, we don't, I don't have to feel like I'm in, like, everlasting pain of, like, okay, so Tam has it. So now I have to wait for somebody to beat Tam before somebody I, like, want to win the white belt to get a white, get the white belt type of thing. And I love Mariah. I'm happy she has a white belt, but you get what I mean. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this Mariah reign is going to be very interesting, because um, if there's anybody who should get the Saya Kamatani treatment, it is her. Like, just mm-hmm. let her go and win a lot. Um, but I don't know if they want to go back to that so I soon after. I think, they did, I think they cut it off at, like, eight defenses tops. Yeah, maybe V8, like that, but that like does, does that take it much. to March? Are yeah. we thinking spring? Do you do the spring Probably, because I mean it's it's hard to take it off for in December. December. Maybe yeah, maybe Triangle Derby final, which is like late late mm. winter, you know, before Possibly. March. Um, I could see that. Uh, if they do Triangle Derby again, which I imagine they are, you know, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like spring might be a long ways away, um, but at the same time, you know, if, if it gets her five to eight defenses and that takes her to spring, I get it. Um, it's just, it's hard, because who does she defend against? Like we were talking about last week, it's like, you don't want to put 
like I said, a Hazuki or a Micah in there to lose again. Uh, I feel like those are like the two go-tos every time. You kind of need to pull some new people up and have them yeah. challenge. Well, she has a custom-made... Um, what's it? My Sakurai and Suzu. Those yeah, two feel like locks to happen. Me, me and Scott were also talking about Hanan. It feels like Hanan could get her first wipe up yeah. match against Mariah. Because her, her and Hanan have done a yeah. a few bits, so you could do that. Um, I do I do kind of run out of names after that, I will admit. Um, I, I guess you could do an Awaito Tai challenge from somebody there, because uh, they are feuding with God's Eye now, so you might get like a Tora or a Kid to challenge Mariah. The Shuri um, or Ami challenge. Probably not. Probably not. Um, yeah. I don't even think DDM would challenge outside of my. So you are looking at stars then, and well, I know you don't want certain people from stars to lose again, but that's kind of the right direction Suzuki. you're looking. It's just yeah. Suzuki. She, like, I mean, Sayaka Matani's not dipping back into this. I would. I wouldn't no. imagine. So Azumi. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about Azumi. Azumi and Kid are the two other ones that could. Yeah. Um, oh, and Nanai, obviously Nanai. Just Nanai like would her. be fun. No. Yeah, so you could get like five or six pretty easily without stretching anything. Um, so I'm sure they'll be they'll be fine. Mariah May I don't think... also could. She could. I'd be here for it. Although I don't know if she's ever getting any single styles matches. I mean, we'll they've see been waiting the five on. Star. Yeah. We'll see what the five star. Yes. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But uh, long live Mariah. Uh, I think did she really she really put herself all into the. Alex, the real question. Do you smell what Mariah is cooking? <laughs> Marasses, Marasses. I'm, I'm so Marasses. glad that that's. I mean, if it works, that'll be our intro for this week because I, <laughs> I think it's incredible. Um, yeah, that's all for that match. Uh, Marai, very happy to see her as champion, and I thought she, you know, they did a good job of putting future, her over the here. The future is now. The future yeah. is now. It looks. Um, means future. Right. Of course. Yeah. Uh, the, the main event then of the show was an Indian strap match. Siori Anu beats Natsupoi in 26 and a half minutes with one lap of the ring. Um, it's so crazy that, that Mirai's big win went under this. Like, I get yeah. why, because they needed Tam out there at the end, but that's so not cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I saw the reactions to this match going down, because I, I didn't watch it as it was happening. I can't remember what I did instead. Um, but I didn't watch it. And it was just very interesting. People were like, please end this. Please, for the love of God, save me. Like, please help. I was like, is it really that bad? <laughs> like, no. it felt. It reminded me of the reactions to that Edge-Randy Orton match where yeah, no, Dave yeah. Meltzer was like, <laughs> I was willing to confess to war crimes if they ended this. Like, please put me out of my suffering. Um, this was not that bad. Like, it wasn't a good match. Like, I, I did not like it. Yeah. But it wasn't... It, like, people were saying this was, like, one of the worst starter matches Star main events um, ever, or at least like since they've started watching. I'm just like, there's no way you really mean that. Ah, uh, it like, definitely it's... is. Like, really? I mean, pay per view main events. What would really be worse than this? Hmm. Julia Sherry didn't main event, did they? No. See, that's the thing is that so many of like the terrible matches have been in semi main events. Yes. So it's like that's uh, why they said specifically so... worst main event. So, pay per view main event. Is also yeah. difficult because I like my go-to is the poi not poi match or the poi uh, kid match. Was that, that even? Was and, oh yeah, I mean uh, that doesn't really count though. But even then, I think that was better than this. There's no, it was not better. Yeah, than this. it was. It kind of was. I don't know. I mean, I didn't hate this as much as most people did, 
maybe because I went into it expecting it to be like Ultimate Warrior going 30 minutes. Um, but I definitely was left disappointed because I think there was a great, there was actually an excellent match in there because they were beating each other up. They were throwing each other on their heads. Like they were doing crazy shit. And then they just kept having to do silly stuff and they kept uh, stretching the match out. Like there was a point where there was a bunch of head drops and I think Natsupoi pinned yes. Ano. And I was like, if they ended it here, this would have been great. Oh, there were so many points with that. Yeah. I mean, Ano got uh got Poi in a head arm and neck a head arm and leg choke. Mm-hmm. That was just like the most absurd submission I've ever seen. I've seen since like Kagetsu killed Hazuki, um, which was a crazy submission, by the way. Uh, and I was like, oh, just end it there. She's dead now. Yeah. But then she just let go, and Natsupoi got back up. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> like it, it was kind of. And I think, I think the thing is, is that like the second half of the match had its own problems. Mm. The first half of the match, the problem was the strap they just wrestled and they just had to kind of wrestle around the strap like it, it started with a collar and elbow tie-up which if you know me no that's not how we do things <laughs> that's not how a strap match begins is with a collar and elbow tie-up um and yeah a lot of a lot of poise offense just didn't work with the strap being there uh she did debut new gear it looks perfect mm-hmm. for the third string of an artist trio um it's a little dig i i I wrote that down i was like oh that's a good one um little zinger yeah that's probably was like running the ropes you don't yeah the the strap was like a strap match the strap was comically long i like and i get that they had to do their you know top rope moves and whatever but at a certain point you were like this is not inhibiting either wrestler like they could just have a match here um and yeah so i mean we knew why they did the strap. Um, you know, nobody really loses considering they both pinned each other, and it was just a and case of afterwards. Yeah, with like the yeah. gimmick of like, yeah. oh well, we've been bonded this entire time. We're stuck together. Yeah. Like that's kind of so. Like, I... what, and it's like a funny joke, but they yeah. had to do like they've committed to such a an okay bit for twenty something minutes. So of a. It's, crazy. Did, they did kind of like build to that moment because they were going crazy on each other and you can see how they would have earned each other's respect um but it definitely isn't yeah. something that needed the strap the strap was just there to protect the both of them because nat's boy has to go and lose to chihiro hashimoto next weekend and she has to look somewhat strong you know like that was it so um like we knew that was why the strap was there we said whoever wins doesn't really matter and we were proven right because they both just went hey we're cool now, and we're both great. How about it? And uh... which some people hated. I didn't mind that. I like I've said. I think sometimes factions shouldn't just break up because they accidentally hit each other one yeah. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I always thought that was one thing. Even before, even like in my in the peak era, quote unquote, of stardom, for me, that was one thing I always hated. Was that it's like, bro, just make up like it's not that big of a fucking deal <laughs> this is such a lame way to like ruin something really fun uh so i do like that they were just like you know what we fucked each other up but i love you homie i love you too homie and they kissed and yeah. made up you know mm-hmm. what i mean cosmic I like angel stood tall to end the show um as, as it should 
Um, but yeah, I mean, this was just filling time, really. It was, it was kind of what this was. Um, I don't even feel like Natsupoi leveled up because I think any leveling up she could have done was the Mina challenge. Like that put her on a, put her on a, a pedestal, basically, because it was so great. Um, so all this was was just a win for Anno and uh, reaffirming her commitment to Cosmic Angels. And um, that'll stand until she wants to beat the crap out of Tam. She said she said the delicious. She said the thing. Yeah, she's into it for, for now. Um, kind of. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think, and I know that we're running long, but, excuse me, um, I think this match kind of like brought something to my mind about gimmick matches in Starham is that they work well when there's like an understanding of the limitations. Like the point of gimmick matches is to put on either, like either free you from the limitations of a standard match or to limit them even more to make it even more concise and more like unique um and i really like that as a fundamental like you know thought process and you know why there are stipulation matches if the strap was shorter and they were actually forced to wrestle a completely different match than what they normally would i think i would have liked this more even if it would have stopped them from doing some of the cool spots they had i i think that that limitation not only creates the room for another match it also makes it a different match and not just them wrestling around the stipulation. I think that's the worst way you could do a stipulation match is wrestling around it and just kind of like trying to like, you know, like, oh yeah, this is here, but like, that's not what matters. It's like, what matters is we're wrestling a wrestling match. That's the worst way to do a stipulation match, in my opinion. Um, so I think that was the biggest flaw of this match because uh, I thought the match itself was fine. Like, their action was okay. Once they started getting into like actually using the strap, it... Uh, definitely got better, but I still think near the end it was like, okay, you can finish this now. You can you can stop. We don't need to continue. You can stop, uh, and they just didn't. Um, but I didn't think it was as bad as most people thought it was. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it, and it, it was just a means to an end. I mean, the the build up was to Sirianu calling her Natsupoi because until now she's kind of been calling her Natsumi. <laughs> Which after in in the post match, like behind behind, you know, at the uh, backstage, she was like, "By the way, I'm still calling you Natsumi. I, that's just uh, uh, mm-hmm. it, I just have to, bro." I feel like <laughs> there's necessary. some really under the radar character stuff going on from Anno because um, in the backstage thing, they were like, uh, "Oh, she, you, you knew the choreography, didn't you? I bet you were practicing." And Anno was just like, "Shut up, I'm practicing." That's was like she definitely yeah. was. She definitely. So was. I mean, it, the, there's some really fun character work going on with her there if you like pay attention. Um, and I, yeah, the... One more thing about this is that I am a lot like Anu, which since it's the 150 episode, I'll take y'all back on a little history tour oh, for lovely. a second. Um, when Natsupoi for, first debuted in Stardom, I said, that is a stupid name. I'm calling her Natsumi Maki. <laughs> that was that was like that was it for like the first like two months that she was around. I was like, that is such a stupid fucking name. I am calling her by her by her actual name. I'm calling her Natsumi because Natsupoi is a stupid name. Mm-hmm. And eventually I just got over it. I was like, whatever, it's easier. And so Anu coming in and being like, Natsupoi is a stupid name. I'm calling you Natsumi is very funny. And I, I relate to her in, in a certain way. So shouts out, sorry, Anu. Uh, yeah, she's great. Also, Unimon seemingly was added to the group. Uh, like it, they included her far more than they have been. Uh, 
but yeah, yeah well she lost the weight so i think tam has no issue with her anymore so fucked up so <laughs> pretty much um i almost forgot we have review so um i think that's all for the review part um it was a decent pay-per-view i didn't hate it not as good as the week before but it, of it course. had its it has values yeah uh there's some fun stuff on it that is valid um now, let's see. Uh, we have two shows coming up this weekend. The first is on the uh, 8th of July, Stardom and Fuji. Um, the card is as follows. Now, do they have the right card here? Because I know they we changed it. There's a show the 12th. Okay, they don't have the right card for this. So let me go oh. get the right one. Because they didn't add Momokogo because they thought she wasn't going to be on the shows. And then they were like, oh, actually, she is on the shows. We, we messed up. So... <laughs> um, They've added Momokogo to the shows this weekend. Oh it no! Sucks that, like we're not going to see like any of these sh any of these shows. Oh, is she off the one on the eighth? Is she actually not on that one? I guess. It doesn't look like she's on any of them. Actually. Well, that's what they changed. Um, it's not in the. Oh, no, it's not in the schedule. Okay. Um, so she, I guess she is off the show on the eighth. Yeah. All right. Cool. She's, that's she's great. She's on the scheduled show on the twelfth. Yeah, okay, yeah, so she's just not on the 8th. Okay, so they do have the right card. I thought she was on that show now, but wasn't originally, but she is, she is still off it. Okay, this is great. Um, anyway, the opening match of this show is... Uh, oh, boy. Please, hello, please, go down. Hanako versus Momo Watanabe. Oh, thanks. Okay, yeah, that's uh, crazy that Hanako is the best wrestler in that one now. Um, and <laughs> Momo Watanabe is going to win. You know what? The fucked up thing is that I am more excited for Hanako than I am Momo Watanabe in this match. Um, or, uh, yeah, yeah, that's sad. That's really sad, actually. Um, the match after that is Koguma and Saeeda versus Miyu Amasaki and Aya Sakura. Uh, even even Saeeda could not drag her team to a loss here. Like this, this is the Stars win. Fine. We, we hear. <laughs> the next match then is Mirai, Amisori, and Saki Kashima of Godzai versus Natsuko Tora, Starlight Kid, and Raka of Oedo Tai. Um, I love this. Oedo Tai might just love Saki with Tai might just beat Saki on every show, and I think that'd be really funny. So let's go. I can see it. Kid pinning Saki and being like the millionth high speed wrestler to beat Saki, yes. and even if she doesn't challenge, just it making it a bit. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm here for it. Um, yeah. The next match then is Julia, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla. Versus Saya Kamatani, Azumi, and the modern-day Kenta Kabashi, Lady C. Um, yeah. That's not even the wrestler that she's trying to be. That's yeah, crazy. but, you know, she's she's just <laughs> that good since the cage match. <laughs> she's she's Kobashi. Um, yeah, DDM winning, I guess. I mean, that is the Artist of Stardom champions, so... Yeah, you can't really beat yeah. that. Uh, the match after that is Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, and Hanan versus Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, and Yuna Mizumori. Uh, it's a Unimon loss, I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Kazuki over Unimon would make yeah, sense. Yeah, that's true. They just ran that singles recently. That's true. Um, and then our main event, we have Micah, Suzu Suzuki, and Mei Sarah versus Waka Skiyama, Mariah May, and Mina Shirakawa. And that is probably a win for Micah and friends. Yeah. Yes. Um. I think Suzu's only lost like two matches. Yeah. Like even tag matches since she's been in started. We love time. protection. Um. Mm. <laughs> uh, the next show then is in Cork and Hall. This is on the 9th of July. Uh, the opener is. Does this one have Momokogo on it? 
Why why do Surprise. I get halfway through and then the website is just like haha? Okay, she is alright. Oh, she's in a fun yes. match. Yeah. So our opener. Oh, I, I pointed this one out on Twitter a few days ago because I was like, this is incredible. Yeah, it's Hina and Aya Sakura versus Fukigen Death and Chairman Ram. Incredible stuff. Incredible. Chairman Ram and, and Fukigen are winning because between them, they have about 50 years of experience. And I do not think Aya and Hina <laughs> combined have an age of 50. So They don't. No. All right. Um, Unless Aya is like... 35? Yeah, I actually 36. don't know how old Aya is. I think she's young enough, though. Because she was a, you know, a young judo karate kid. Karate. karate. Yeah, same thing. Um, yeah. There's, there's no... The, vet oh, the veterans win. So yeah. Okay, yeah, so... Definitely. Yeah, so the veterans are winning. Uh, the match after that, then, is FWC versus Wingori. Ooh. This is this Ooh. is for you. Ooh. This is for you and Spanner. It's a me match. This is for you. It's all about this me. This is just for you and Spanner. The best tag team in the company against. Uh, you have to decide now. You're, you're even, I can't, no, I can't. I can't even make that joke. Yeah. No, it's, it's the best. It's the best tag team in the company against Ida and Hanan, yeah. who are also like a really good tag yeah. team together. FWC are winning though. Yes, yeah. but I'm super excited to see. Oh, that's fair. Uh, the next match is May Sarah versus Momo Kogo. Uh, I mean, May Sarah is going to win that. Yes, but it's another uh, Momokago getting some reps high speed. That is true. Always. That is true. Uh, the match after that is Azumi, Miyu Amasaki, and Lady C versus Natsuko Tora, Momo Anabe, and Raka. Poor Azumi is thrown to the wolves here. Um, yeah. They're, they're losing. She always is. That is true. Like, is. This one's extra egregious. Um, she, got the, she got the finger gun out. Look at that. <laughs> Good for her. Um, <laughs> the next match is Mai Sakurai and Tekla versus Nanai Takahashi and Hanako. And I would imagine new seven up. This is real. Yes, this is this I is need real it. grabs right so here. So I would imagine uh, Nanai wins. I hope she pins Mai, and it's just like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I feel like Hanako gets has to has no. to take the L no. here. She shouldn't. She shouldn't. I think Nanai she pinning shouldn't. Mai would continue her just being like, I'm so disappointed in you as a human. Yes, are we all? <laughs> um, yeah, that that would be that. All be right. Fun. Uh, the match after that, then Neo seven up is just. So we love least. it. Uh, then we have Natsupoi, Siori Anu, and Yuna Mori versus Mina Shirakawa, Mariah May, and Waka Um Either of the pin eaters could eat a pin. I, I don't really know. They they are positioning um, Cosmic Angels and Club Venus against each other a lot. Yeah. Oh, just That's the feud. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's over Waka. Yeah. I guess it's either her this, or Yuna, this, this really. Like it's, it's it's you know not a whole lot there. Yeah, Yuna's better though. So let's. Whoa! Let's hold on here now. Hold on. That's that's crazy. That is crazy. Okay. I'm not. There's no way you were saying that you that Waka is better than Yuna. Yuna is so good. Yeah, but Waka's cool too. Exactly. She's cool. <laughs> All too. right. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I'll let you have this one. Uh, the next match is Amisori and Saki Kashima versus Starlight Kid and Rina. Um, I mean, I, I have to imagine Ami and Saki will win. Because, yeah. I mean, Ami is somewhat more um, than Rina. Even though Rina did beat Ami, it was with cheating. So you can, you know. It was with Saki's yeah. help, in fact. Wow. <laughs> um, um, I feel like this is the Saki Rina. Oh, maybe, yeah, that'd occurs. be interesting. Cork and Hall. Yeah. Cork and Hall, they like to kind of build. Your Rena to God's Eye is so funny. 
I don't know why, but it's... I don't think they're doing it. Well, yeah. But it would be pretty funny. Uh, the main event then of the show is a generational struggle elimination match. We have Tam Nakano, Mayu Iwatani, Siri, and Julia versus Sayaka Matani, Micah, Mirai, and Suzu Suzuki. Um, yeah. Elimination I have to match. imagine either Tam or Suzu or Tam or Mirai get challengers after this because neither of them got challenged at the pay per view and we have an, uh, an Osaka. When's the next The Osaka like, show is not that far away. Like. Um, isn't it early August? Um, Star Stardom is 13th Yeah, August, so, yeah. I mean, you can't wait until away. the day one of GP to set that stuff up. You kind of have to do it now. So... Yeah, and I feel like they like to kind of have things yeah. set before the GP for that sort of thing. Unless it's like, you know, something yeah. that's time-sensitive. So, I don't really know who challenges who. I feel like... I, I was saying Mariah... Uh, defending against Suzu would be a good V1, but would they do that after being on the same team? Um, does Tam get challenged yes. by Saya Kamatani, maybe? Are they going to save that? Because Saya could win the GP, and if she lost to Tam now, it would kind of give it away that she isn't winning the GP. Uh, are they throwing Micah out there? I don't really know. Yeah. I'm very interested. I could see them doing two inner factions and doing, like, Sherry challenge Tam, are they facing in the... Yeah, they are, mm. so maybe not that. Um, but I could see a Sherry Tam and then a Suzu Mirai. Like, them kind of, like, going inter intergenerational yeah. type of thing. Um, I don't see Suzu Tam... I mean, I feel like we keep guessing that it's going to be Kairi Tam at some point. Um, yes. It feels like a match they would want to run back. But I don't know... When Kyrie's coming back around, if it was anywhere, just... it would be an Osaka pay per view. You'd imagine. Yeah, and I mean it's a Corkin, so it's not like she has. Yeah, to she shows up on Corkins far, just like it's for fun. Like it's yeah, so it, yeah. it might be Kyrie, but then I don't know who challenges Mariah, but that'll be. I think it. I think it might be Suzu Mariah. I don't know. I will have to. We'll have um, to wait and see. It's my soccer idea. Yeah, no. Because, like, one thing about Starm, and I know we're going over time, but you always do. Um, sure, over time this time, because we started early. <laughs> is that... Yeah. Um, but I think I think one thing they usually do is, if somebody in the undercard mm -hmm. is going to challenge somebody, you know, one of the main eventers, they're going to win their match. So I'm looking at, like, these undercard matches, and I don't see a lot of, like, please don't tell me it's fucking Izuki. <laughs> 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 That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Because that's like the, that's the definite winner over a pin eater uh, on this show. Might be Nanai against yeah. Mirai. I could I could see them running it back and just doing Nanai Mirai and Kyrie. That's what I throw out there. You know, same as they did last year. But they that is the exact same as they did last year with except swapping the titles. Um, but the same challengers. So I don't know if they would run that, but I would be cool. With that, that is fair. We will have to wait and see though, because. Uh... I mean, I just can't, can't really guess anymore. Um, the next show, then, is on the 12th of July. It's next Wednesday. Um, this is Stardom from the North Country uh, Aishikawa Tournament in Hokkaido in the roadside station Asahikawa. That's, a, that's Taichi's. Yeah, that's Taichi's so um, they're touring the north, like the far north. We are never seeing this shit. Like, this will be up in the middle of the GP, um, but we will we'll look at it anyway. The opening match is Battle Bear versus Momokogo oh. versus Miyu Amasaki. I'm going to assume Battle Bear is Koguma. 
Battle Bear. Okay, that's great. Uh, Koguma's winning. <laughs> I thought you were just. No, I thought you were just, just making a new. I was reading for it. I was translations, like, um, but I think Koguma wins. Uh, then we have Hanako and Aya Sakura versus Natsuko Tora yeah. and Momo Anabe, and that is an away to tie win. Poor girls. Um, we then have Mirai, Ami Sore, and Saki Kashima versus Sayaka Matani, Azumi, and Lady C. Uh, Does Saki get not. new gear? Uh, God's Eye winning? Okay. I mean, yeah, it's Lady C. So, you know. Um, then we have yeah. Suzu and Mei Sarah versus Starlight Kid and Roka. And I guess Roka's going to lose. Well, yeah, she's, she's this show. filming, I think. Her and Momokogo mm. are uh, off it. Oh, no, Momokogo's on it. Oh. Hmm. I know... Yeah. I think Shuri has a bigger yeah, role in it, Yeah, that's true. Momokogo. I know she missed a show the other day for filming. Like she, She's like Kai... Like she's yeah, playing like Kyrie or something. Out there. Or like, maybe not Kyrie, yeah. but like elder wrestler. Um, which Kyrie is an elder to Mayu, but yeah. maybe Io. She's, she's playing something important. Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, the next match then is Tam, Nakano, Natsupoi, and Yuna Mizumori versus Binisher, Kawa, Wakasukiyama, and Mariah May. You skipped one, by the way. Uh, no, I didn't. The uh, young OED versus... We, I said that. I oh, said Rock is going to lose. Oh. Yeah, Rock is going to lose. <laughs> Sorry. You were so focused on Siri, you just ignored me. Crazy. Uh, um, Love Siri. <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't know who's losing this trios match. I, I guess they might flip. You know, if, if Waka loses a Karkin, Yuna loses here. Yuna loses a Karkin, Waka loses here. You know, they might, like, flip flop. Yeah. Yeah. And the main event then is the Stars team of Mayu Utani, Saida, Hanan, and uh, Hazuki. Versus the Don Del Mondo team of Micah, Julia, Tekla, and my Sakurai. And tough. yes, uh, Sai Ida, get ready to stare at them lights, brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I said it on Twitter. Ida needs to start teaming with like Sky Blue or something because Momokogo started getting the rub after she she started associating with Willow. We need to get some, some random AEW wrestler to team with Ida and make, make her win sometimes. Because uh, Suzuki and Mayu apparently can't do it for her. <laughs> that is valid. Um, anyway, that is the show's to preview. Uh, the The company is touring the North a lot, so the next few shows are going to be really bad. <laughs> um, so, but have fun. Next we week, have a Corkin. Uh, uh, yes. Five yes, Star no. Grand Prix. The, the Five Star Grand Prix preview. Yes. With hopefully special guest uh, yeah he's agreed to do it it's yes yeah scott and i don't know not, why we're being secretive it's scott well because scott is always uh, but he's, he's committed to it now he's, he's doing yes. it he likes it or not so we're forcing uh yeah it's, it's the yearly it's the annual uh the best <laughs> three men yeah five star grand prix preview oh man that was a long recording i'm tired that's so am I. It's a uh, man. Two hours is a lot for anyone. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I think it's very uh, typical that our 150th episode goes this long because uh, we never stop talking. So uh, it's unfortunate because like I I have so many notes from like every basically every show that we've ever done. Yeah. Um, 
that like I could go down memory lane and I was going to, but there was just so much shit this week. Yeah. That I, I mean, was like, man, I was gonna I could like... I could leave and you could just like go ahead, but <laughs> probably not a great idea. Do you wanna know what the first match we ever I'm sure I've said this before, the first match I ever uh noted down that like we reviewed? What is it? Starlight Kid versus um Death Yamasan. Oh God bless. <laughs> we It was less than five minutes and it was a high speed match. And right. we And have then it was like a really mediocre Azumi either match. Right. This this five star was fucking absurd. I told that five star was bad. Post COVID started. Michael won with the with the Katahajime. That was crazy. I forgot that. Yeah. Micah beat Momo. And everybody was like, Oh no. <laughs> uh, that that was like that was when Momo's booking was like on the downtrend, like very drastically. Yeah. Um, Sherry Nasco happened. That's crazy. That, that, cra- it's crazy to look back. Uh, we won't too much because obviously, um, you know, Jumbo called Tam ugly. Uh, uh, yeah. I can leave if you want. Like you can just like go through them. No, I just <laughs> I just wanted to look at some of the, okay. some of the stuff from the first All episode. Right. You know okay. I mean? No, was, I I know. I just you could like go through it. I could just like come back when I'm done. Like <laughs> you'd still be here. Yeah, but we're we're cool. We're All right, that's go. cool. All right. Um. Anyway, with that, it is time to close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. 